Sounding like that. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Elvis? What are you doing? Let's go, Sam. I'm gay. <laughs> what do you say? Let's go play. <laughs> I know you're sitting there going, I really want to go back to sleep. Right, shut up. <laughs> this is the highly effective, intellectually stimulating morning show I listen to every day. Well, no, not really. Uh, by the way, we've got lots to do. It's not the weekend. People are waking up thinking it's Friday. Three people today. And say, oh, God, happy Friday. I'm like, I got bad news. It's Thursday, April 26th. Do we have any guests today, Straight Nate? No. All right. Just us. I do. You know, Cardi B's coming in today. She is? Okay. Here she is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Love this song. Very funny. says everything she does i'm so intrigued i stalk her oh yeah and our friend honey german who works down at power 105 mm-hmm. she stalks her as well so i stalk honey german <laughs> it's like just an evil evil circle of, of well, stalking of, of evil evil stockage well let's get going uh again i remind you it is not friday no. i hate to be the bearer of bad news it's almost friday it's friday eve yes. it feels like a friday yeah let's go around the room danielle what's on your mind before the show gets started so yesterday it was pouring in new york it was horrible all day long was just nasty, nasty, nasty rain. So I had things planned, and my girlfriend and I said to each other, yeah, let's just push that to Thursday. So we pushed all our plans from yesterday to Thursday, and all I did was crawl into bed and sleep yesterday. <laughs> and it was that type of a day. You need to do that oh every once gosh. in a while. So the next rainy day, if you can... Go home early from work and take a little snooze. Yeah. It's you know what? nice. You're naturally wanting to sleep anyway because without the sunshine, yeah. you're, you're just in that slump. Mm-hmm. Nature put you there, so yeah. you might as well go with it. Hibernate. I love it. Hey, uh, producer Samantha, what's on your mind today? So have you guys ever hidden different foods in your apartments if you live with someone or your homes? Yes. I do. I hide chocolate, yeah. and it's because I eat such a shameful amount of it that I just don't need to feel like anyone's judging me, even if she's not. Well, the only thing better than knowing you have secret chocolate is finding your secret chocolate once you've forgotten you have it. <laughs> Yesterday, I ate an entire bunny from Easter. Forgot that I had wow. it. Wow. I know. It was the best second dessert I've ever had. You know, you got to be a squirrel. Got to hide your nuts. You oh, do. Delicious. Delicious nuts. All right. But the thing is, is you find the food a year or two later. That's always interesting. And wow. sometimes you can still eat some of it. Yeah, make sure it's oh. not crawling with germs. Scary, what's up with you today? So yesterday was denim day, and I realized I showed up here for the morning show picture without denim and without white t-shirts because I I didn't have a white t-shirt, right? Because then we had to pose for that picture. Well, guess what? I go home and I reassess my entire wardrobe. I'm like, what the hell do I have? I don't have denim. I don't have a white t-shirt to my name. Those are staples, scary. I, Danielle, do you realize I have so many of the same pattern shirt 
but just in different colors. I'm a triple quadruple shirt wearer, and I feel like you wear now, four shirts at the same time. No, meaning like I have the I have the shirts in different colors, but it's the same friggin' style. I gotta get out there and I gotta do this. I gotta go buy new. Stuff. All right, well, go buy new yeah. stuff. Different. Go I, to Amazon. It yeah. makes you can just order it, click, and it's there. But people tend style. to do that, don't you think? Like if you yeah. find a shirt in red that you love and it fits you great, you buy it in blue, yeah. you buy it in yellow. It's like if it's not broke, yeah. don't fix it. Exactly. Especially oh, yeah. t-shirts and stuff. All right, well, there you go. Let's get into the day. Uh, horoscopes. Danielle, you're up first. All right, so let's see whose birthday it is. Channing Tatum's birthday. Happy birthday, Channing Tatum. Capricorn, many things in your life are getting played out. Start planting new seeds in relationships and work. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, look into specific situations that may be difficult and then fix them. It will be liberating. Your day's a ten. Hey, Pisces, lately it's been a challenge to connect with people. Take this as an opportunity to express suppressed feelings. Your day's an eight. Aries, your mind is clear and your confidence is high. Try a new hobby that'll grow with you. Your day's a 10. Oh, by the way, it's also Aaron Judge's birthday from the New York Yankees. I forgot that. <laughs> Taurus, positivity is key for you right now. Be aware of your weaknesses. Don't let it take control of your life and your day's a 7. Gemini, love is in the air. Now's the perfect moment to try new romance with a love interest. Your day's a 9. Cancer, it's time to be in the spotlight. Your outgoing personality is attracting many people around you. Use it to your advantage. Your day's a 9. Leo, your motivation will bring you to the next level, so keep up the great work. Your day's an 8. Virgo, Recently, you've had the urge to stay home rather than go out. There's nothing wrong with relaxing and spending time alone. Your day's a a 10. That's so true. Thank you. Libra, a person will come into your life that is the total opposite of you. Their energy is interesting, but get to know them first. Your day's a 10. Scorpio, your compassion for people is remarkable. Now it's time to take care of yourself first. Your day's a 7. And Sagittarius, time to spark creativity. Read a book or try creating something new. Your day's an 8. And those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. And there you have it. You ready for your Thursday? Yeah! Let's have a Thursday. Did you miss part of today's show? Let's back this truck up a little bit. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran On Demand. We call this a teachable moment. Mm. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran On Demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. One week from today, Danielle, you and I are going to catch an Uber. Yeah. We're going to drive over to the west side of Manhattan. We're going to stand there on the pier as our ship floats up the Hudson River. We'll throw the bumpers out so we don't scratch it up. They're like big, big, fluffy pillows. Yes. <laughs> Norwegian Cruise Line Bliss. Oh, I cannot. I'm so excited to see it in person. I cannot wait. Yeah, Froggy, you've already been on board. You've already sullied her decks. I have seen her, and she is a week away. I, it, to, but to see it in person coming up the Hudson River with New York surrounding it, New Jersey surrounding it, it's going to be so beautiful. Hope they don't make a wrong turn. <laughs> I hope not. No. You, wait, come back. Where are you going? Come I see here. it. It's going the wrong way. No, turn, come into... The uh, New York Harbor. Turn right at the Statue of Liberty. Is that it? Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Turn right. If you turn left, you're going to hit Staten Island. Okay. Turn right, and then uh, we'll be waiting for you. We'll be waving. Yeah, make sure you use your, your you know, use Waze. Yeah. <laughs> Google, Google Maps. Exactly. Google Maps will get you here. All right, so Norwegian Cruise Line and Bliss, our new ship, their newest ship, and it's the best 
on Earth, and it's ours. We want to give you a seven-day cruise for two in your own balcony stateroom with round-trip airfare from wherever you're flying to the ship from. On board, so many things, including entertainment, like a Broadway smash hit, Jersey Boys. They're on board. Uh, the Cavern Club with live music from the Beatles. That's right. We got the Beatles back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cover band, okay? My favorite hangout will be the Happy Hour Prohibition musical. It's like being in a speakeasy in old-time New Orleans. Yeah. We'll be drinking. Uh-huh. Also, there's a comedy and nightclub on board. Never a dull moment on Bliss. All right, for your seven-day cruise, be caller 100, and you're coming on board. You have an entire year to take Bliss anywhere you want to take her, as long as she's going there. Uh, be caller 100 to win it right now, 1-800-242-0100. For entry info and rules, you can go to ElvisDuran.com, keyword contests. Good luck. Once again, 1-800-242-0100. This is sort of interesting. Half of the people surveyed said they don't need a dining room in their house. Oh. Dining room. When's the last time you ate in a dining room? Huh. Yeah, if you know, sometimes grandparents use them for holidays. See, I right. use mine, but that's because that's the only thing I have. I don't have. Oh, you don't have like, like a kitchen no, table. I don't you don't. Have... Well, a lot of people just eat in front of the TV. Like, yeah. like at Froggy's house, when, when I'm with you and Lisa and Caden, <laughs> we just sit in front of the TV and eat. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little eating area in my kitchen, and then a separate bar top we could eat at. Mm-hmm. I tried to talk Lisa into getting rid of the dining room table and china cabinet and putting a pool table in there, but that didn't go over very well. Well, we have just turned into this world of not wanting to sit at a dining room table. Yes, Greg T. So this is so weird that you're even talking about this. Just the other day, Trish and I were going over our house and we're looking around. And do you know, we have a room, we have a living room, right? Yeah. No furniture, nothing in it. So we have a dining room with like a table that's not really a dining room table. And we have a living room with nothing. And we're sitting there saying, we don't need it. We don't use it. What do you do with it? And I'm so glad you even brought this up because I don't know what to do with some of these rooms. So what do I do with my dining room? <laughs> what Jesus, do we do? Problems you have. These are two Can rooms. You I problems. have all these rooms. I just don't know what to do with all these rooms. But what do you do with them? I don't well, know. know. Because we eat in the kitchen. Well, we okay. do in the kitchen. Well, here's the thing. You own them. Yeah. Well, then do something with them. But you what know, do you do? Have, do something different. Okay. The point of the, I, I'm trying to bring up, I guess, is with 50% of people in America saying they don't even use their dining room, don't need it, then use it for something cool. Like mm. put something funny. Like Froggy's saying, putting a like pool table in there. Or well, why don't you give it to your wife for a walk-in closet? <laughs> oh look! Oh, this just in: someone used their dining room. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Well, just fine. So you actually used your dining room yesterday? Yeah, I used it yesterday. What did you do in there? <laughs> um, usually for like the holidays, we just push the table up against the wall and do like a buffet style. Well, yeah, but you, you said you used it yesterday, though. Yeah, my uh, dad's girlfriend came over, so she decided just to have dinner there for some reason. I know. Ours is a lost and found. We put stuff around in there that we find all over the house, and we don't know where to go, okay. we, and we call it lost and found. So we'll when you see? go, where's my sneakers? Check the lost and found. Well, see, that's more, that's, we go you're getting more use out of your lost and found room that's, than you did your dining room. That's what's happening. I will tell you, Nicole, you know, every once in a while, we will go, okay, let's set the table and have friends over and sit in the dining room, and it's, it seems like we're in someone else's house. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know where we are. Oh, that's right. This is my house. It's kind of weird. All right, well, thank you, Nicole, and congratulations on finding your dining room yesterday. Thank you, and I love you guys. Love you, too. Have a great day, okay? You, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, hey, let's go live to Susie's house, where oh. she's using her dining room table right now. What are you doing on your dining room table? Hi, Elvis. Oh, my God. I'm eating at my dining room table right now having cereal. Ah. Oh, my God. Cereal. Wow, I never thought yeah. you could eat something as informal as cereal in the dining room. It's I, a- I know. 
who does that? Do you eat in there every day? Uh, yeah, all by myself. <clears throat> How weird. But, I mean, congratulations. You're yeah. using a dining room for what a dining room is now, supposed to be used for. Does everyone in your that you live with have their spot at the table? Because in my house, you have your chair. Right. Yeah, um, no, not really. Actually, we just... Um, we share, I guess. We oh. sit in a different one every time. It's just wow. one other person. I live my husband. Oh. Yeah, when I had uh, dinner at Froggy's house, in the kitchen, at their kitchen table, I, I went to sit down and I hear, ah, 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 and I went, what, what? Mm, that's where I sit. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's, sorry. That's, that's my spot. You have to sit over there. That's the guest spot. Lisa has a spot. Yeah. Kate has a spot. Yeah. I have well, so a spot. You sit too. in the guest spot. Susie, aren't you a little lonely in that big dining room by yourself? Uh, a little lonely, yeah. <laughs> I bet. All right, well, thanks for calling, Susie. Have fun alone in the dining room. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Huh. huh. Alone in the dining room. Hello, Mark. Hi. How What's, are you? Doing well. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, just on my way to work, but I had to let Froggy know that they make pool tables that you can turn into dining room tables with just like a cover to them. Look at that. Yeah. My, my parents are redoing their condo, and because it's a condo, they've got limited space, but my dad wanted his pool table. So they decided that they're going to do the combo. It, it's not cheap, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. There you go. So th- there's an idea for you. Huh. I'll look into that. As long as you don't hit your meatloaf in the corner pocket, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mark. I love you guys. Have a good day. Oh, wait. I got another idea for you. All right. Screw the dining room table. Do what Terry does. Terry. Yeah. You turn your dining room table into a what? A ping pong table. Yeah. Oh! Nice. <laughs> so how do you have a you have a net that you put up? Yeah, they sell a net. It just flips <clears throat> on the table, and then you know it's a ping pong table. So that's what you see when you walk into my into my dining room. See, that's more fun. Ping. Who doesn't love a good ping pong table? Yeah. You eat in the other room, but the yeah. cat runs around with the ping pong balls now. So <laughs> yeah, the cat always screws things up. All right. Well, thank you, yeah, Terry. Totally. I appreciate it. Thanks. So there you go. Dining rooms. Fifty huh. percent of Americans think they don't. Need it at You know all. what I always thought would be cool is like you set the table on your dining, you know, and, and it's there, and then you bring home somebody, and you like throw all the plates on the floor, and you throw them down on the dining room table, and do them. Yeah. <laughs> do you often do your friends on your dining room table? Never. Okay. <laughs> Elvis. 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 Hi. Elvis Duran in the morning show. So you're the one who has to hire people. Call us, please. We're looking for jobs. We could always use a little spare cash. You need to hire that next superstar that's going to take your job to the next level. Don't you love that that term, the next level? The next level. Well, it's true. You want to hire someone that's good. It makes you look good. Uh, Zip Recruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience, and then they invite them to apply for your job. So you're not, so you don't have to sit there and answer phone calls and answer email. It's just frustrating, isn't it? It is. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. As a matter of fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That's great odds. You should try them out. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive. You never miss a great match. Now you're convinced? Use it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. That's ZipRecruiter.com. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. The question is, what stupid thing are you guys fighting about right now? Where you're in this major battle, and then you stop and realize what you're fighting about. You're like, how stupid are we? So silly. Half the time, I don't remember. Like, I go, oh my gosh. Exactly. What did I, that was so stupid. Why did I, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost to the point where you're so mad, you're mad as dogs. Yeah. Whatever that means. 
you're mad, mad, mad. But then you stop and think about what it is you're fighting about. You're like, what the F am I thinking about? Yep. Anyway, uh, I know on Twitter, Joshua Queen says, we're fighting over the $135 I spent on a weighted blanket that's only big enough for me. You know they have those weighted blankets? Yeah. It's a 25-pound blanket. <laughs> Andrea on Twitter says, uh, I, we're mad because he went to see Ready Player One without me. We are seriously in a two-day fight over this. I could see being upset if you promised to go to a movie together and then the other person goes and sees it without you. I know, but to fight about it for two days? No, nah, two days On Facebook, lot. Alyssa says, we disagree about who's taking a shower first this morning. <laughs> They're fighting about it. <laughs> Jess on Facebook says, my husband and I have an ongoing fight about if a hot dog is a sandwich or not, but we actually get mad at each yeah, other. we've had the fight caramel versus caramel to the point where we go to a restaurant and my husband will ask the waitress, what is your, what do you think it is? Is it caramel or caramel? You tell me what I could really, you're going to get yeah, somebody else involved? Exactly. Yeah. So it turns into like this major, major yeah. blowout. For no reason. Over something so, so stupid. stupid. So uh, contact us now. I want to hear from you. It's true. We've all been there. Yeah. It's okay. Ashley, hi. How you doing? Hi. Good. Hi, guys. I love you guys. Love How you, are too. You? We're, we're doing fine. So you and your husband got in a massive fight over what? Me ordering lipstick on the internet for $52. Oh, that's kind of expensive. It's really <laughs> okay, so we're in the car right now, and his life is going to be a complete nightmare. And let me tell you, he has the nerve to go on our computer and look at the history because something sparked his interest that I had typed in. So that is psychotic. There's nothing going on on their computer. So he sees that I order lipstick from JeffreeStar.com, and he gets all pissed off at me. Okay. He has no right to look at our computer. Well, I know. Well, I know. <laughs> but there are two things. Okay, so there's a trust issue with you, but there's yeah. there's an overspending on lipstick for him. So you both you both have an issue right now. And he's laughing. That is not overspending. Now, wait I can show him overspending. But let me ask you I a question. Mean, Do you have you guys had the discussion that you weren't going to spend a lot of money, or is it you know is it tough right now, or something like that? Well, not to me. I mean, we have different views on money, absolutely. But fifty-two dollars—that's <laughs> not even in a bracket of what I would consider overspending. Wow. Well, it, not for you, maybe, but I massively. Yeah, but when you said $52 lipstick, uh, Daniel's face was like, oh, that's yep. kind of high. Because you but, can get like a Revlon for $6.99. But, but, that's not, <laughs> but, see, but that's not, but that's not oh, our thing. Thank that, you. That's what she, yeah, if that's what, here. okay, well, wait a minute though. Let me be very clear. If Ashley okay. has her own job, yeah. she has her own money coming in. If she true. wants, If she wants to, what we think is overspend on lipstick, that's her prerogative. Mm-hmm, that is yep. true. But what I find weird is we're sitting in the car with you as you're having a fight with yeah. him. I it's, find this kind of crazy. Wait, he's yeah. right next to and you? he's laughing. He thinks this is funny. And whenever he laughs, it makes me more angry. And okay. Is, is it okay if we... Can we it, well, hold on. Can we talk to him? Yeah. Will he talk to us? Sure. We can put him on. What's his name? Oh, he doesn't want to talk to you because he's being a baby. <laughs> no, no, he's not being a baby. Oh, that'll make it better. No, wait a minute. No, 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 no Ashley, 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 I don't, I don't think you're fighting fair, fair here. You're calling okay. him, you're calling him a baby. But let me ask you a question, Ashley. Have you? Has he spent a lot of money on stupid things as well? He doesn't buy anything. Oh, okay. He doesn't buy anything. Oh well. All right, he's look, really good with money. I, okay, look, I, look. It's one thing to disagree and have an argument, but to you guys got to work this out. Okay. Okay. You got to work it out. Anymore. You got to okay. work it out and say, hey, okay, okay, so maybe, okay, but wait. Look, I'll tell you, when when Alex gets mad at me for buying all my shoes, yeah. I have to remind him, look, you may not like that I'm buying shoes with all that money, but it's all that money that I made and there are shoes that are going on my feet and right. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but let's try to understand that we, we all have our life, we have our lives together, but we also have lives that are independent mm-hmm. as well. 
Okay, definitely. So then, now's not a good time to tell my order something on Brighton.com. Oh, okay. I got to go. Oh, All right. I love Brighton. 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 You got to go, awesome. go. All right, okay, you guys worked it out. Have a good day. Oh, okay, bye. Too. Love you too. Oh, oh my gosh, she loves stirring the pot. Well, no, but she she's not fighting fairly. No. I don't, no. I don't think she is. She's, she's trying to make him mad. Mm. I really do think that. And I, I want good things for them. <laughs> Hello, John. How are you? Good. How about yourselves today? Did you hear that that, that fight we were just talking about? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, yeah, I heard it. That was hilarious. So you uh, got into a fight with who? My fiance, because I watched all the seasons of Teen Wolf and didn't wait for her. <laughs> Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Now, oh, my God. Now, question. Okay, question. John, did you guys agree you were going to wait for each other and watch it together as a couple? Or... Okay. So what? here's, so here's where the fight the begins. Yeah. We were watching it together, and she was falling asleep. She said, don't worry. Go ahead and watch it. And, of course, I heard, watch them all. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so now it's done, and you, there's nothing you can do to, to turn back the hands of time. What do you do to right. move on and realize this right. is a silly reason to get really mad? Right. So, like, she was, like, really legitimately upset. And I couldn't understand. I was like, listen, I'll re-watch them with you. We have it on Netflix. Yeah, but that's not it's the okay. same. That's not the same because you already know what's going to happen. You'll make little noises with your voice like when something... Well, what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't make a doesn't sound? Doesn't matter. Guys. Doesn't matter. He guys, shouldn't have watched it. What's done is done. <laughs> what's right. done is done. It's if over with. It's over with. It's time to move forward. Nope. There's nothing you can do right. about it. But... So, Go ahead. Then I got in trouble because I asked her if she was seriously upset about it because that was ridiculous. And I guess that was a bad move, too. Yeah, that was a bad move. Uh, okay, see, I agree with her on that. Because <laughs> you can't tell her what to be pissed at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's pissed, you got to let them be right. pissed. But, John, it's time to move on. And the thing is, we have a learn. We call this a learning moment, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We learn. Right. We learn right. that. Let's be very clear. If we're that, if there's a show that we have to watch together, we must watch together. Then let's make sure we do that. And so it's good. Mm-hmm. Move on, though. You're good. Absolutely. I, I actually switch between TVs now so she can't see what I watch. Oh, my, and, uh, my God. Really? In trouble for it. Good luck, John. That's awesome. Thanks Thanks for listening. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to us. Give me one more. John. You know what? It's just uh, we all have these fights about insignificant things, and sometimes it means there's something bubbling under that has nothing to do. We should do, do this once a week. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> let's go talk to Dana. Hi, Dana. Hi, how are you? Doing okay. So, you were fighting with your boyfriend because he told you not to go to his house last night? Yeah, he's been in a bad mood, and I asked him if he wanted me to come over after I got out of work, and he said no. So, then he got mad later because I went home and laid in bed. I went to sleep. And he got mad that you because you didn't show up? Yeah, because I didn't show up, and he wanted me to show up. He expected me to be a mind reader. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay, so I agree. I, I, when I'm in, and when I'm in a sensitive spot, I want people to read my mind mm. as well. I get that. Doesn't work that way. I know, but to argue about it's one thing, but you could handle it like this. Hey, look, I love you. I can't read your mind. If you need me, you know I'm there. But if you tell me you need space, I'm going to give you space. I'm doing what you wanted me to do, so don't get mad at me. You know. I hope that's how you handled it. Is that how you handled it? Yeah, that's how I handled it. But I think that kind of pissed him off a little more. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he's like, well, you should have known that I wanted you to come over. 
I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you because you told me not to, so I respected what you wanted. Then it becomes, you don't know me by now? Oh, really? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, she asked exactly. him, and he said no, so she didn't go. I mean, that's what he said. Exactly. Well, Dana, look, this exactly. is... Yeah, obviously he's in a very, very odd spot right now. He needs to get out of it. And maybe in hindsight, after a few moments and breaths, he'll be able to yeah. logically speak about it. But I yeah, know we, we all do that. Look, when we get when we get highly, highly sensitive about stuff, you know, everything's a problem. We, 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 we want to and we if you don't have enough problems, we want more problems to help mask <laughs> what's really bothering us. So obviously he's going through something kind of crazy, right? Yeah, I I wouldn't even know. I guess I have to read his mind to find out all that. Well, too. see, that's being so. Don't say that to him. To say, look, no, I, I <laughs> I'm here for you, but but please, you tell me what you want, and I'll do it for you. That's because I love you, and that's all you can do. There's nothing else you can do beyond that. Exactly. And we love you. Good luck, Dana. All right, thank you. I love this text. My husband got mad at me because I threw out his Chick Fil A sauce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you see the one? My biggest fight, the the biggest fight my husband and I ever had was because he ate my Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever huge fight you're in, find a way to defuse it. Sometimes you always want to have the last dig. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let it go. Uh, Danielle. Yeah. What's going on? So today is the day we are getting Avengers Infinity War, and it's expected to make at least $225 million in its opening weekend. That would be a record for superhero movies at the U.S. box office. Some people are feeling that it could take the all-time record, which is held by Star Wars The Force Awakens, which made $248 million. Now, if you think about it, every superhero that you love is in this movie. So if you love one superhero and not another... You're still going to go see the movie. So that, I think, is why it's going to make so much money. Because there's something for everybody in this movie, no matter which superhero you're a fan of. George R.R. Martin will not release the next Game of Thrones book this year. Now, fans have been waiting seven years for the new book already. But instead, he's decided he's going to put out a spinoff book in November called uh, Fire and Blood. So that's on the way. Nickelodeon's bringing back the classic kids game Double Dare. It's going to have 40 new episodes this summer. Mark Summers was your original host. No word on who the new host will be, so soon as I know, you will know, but that's exciting news. If you've never seen Double Dare, go on YouTube and watch some episodes because it's pretty cool. We all know that Pink graces the cover of People Magazine's Most Beautiful Issue. Her kids grace the cover with her. So Pink asked her daughter, Willow, how do you feel about being on the cover and being most beautiful? And Willow just wanted to know, well, since I'm on the cover, do I get extra dessert? That's all she was concerned about. You gotta love kids. They're so simple. Uh, Sean Mendez, the album, May 25th. That's when we're getting it. He announced it yesterday. He did a whole thing around it. So a lot of excitement with the new Sean Mendez album on the way. Tonight's round one of the NFL draft. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns have the first pick. And then you have the Giants and the Jets, second and third pick. Billionaire Boys Club. You also have Grays and Arrow. Don't forget it is Jersey Day. So you may want to check that out as well tonight with the Jersey Shore friends. Next hour, Pitbull and Tony Robbins. What do they have in common? Elvis's personal Twitter account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So here I am staring at a bag of Tate's Bake Shop thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. And as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'm opening this bag and no one's going to stop me. Tate's Bake Shop cookies at your favorite market. Uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. So, Danielle, you have two sons. Yes. All right. My mom and dad had three sons. Mm-hmm. Last week, the 
Schwant family in Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Michigan, announced the birth of their 14th son. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't even it's, imagine. It's not like seven girls, seven boys. It's 14 boys. That's correct. Do you think she just kept trying for hoping for a girl for the next one? Keep this one's going to be a girl. Keep rolling those dice. <laughs> Greg T. brought this story to me last week. He said, can you imagine... I could not believe it when I saw the story. Not only do they have 14 sons, when the reporter asked the family, like, what do they see as, like, one of the biggest problems there within the family, like, how many toys they have or not enough clothes, they, the wife answered and said, we've run out of names. We can't come up with a name. So it wasn't how much clothes or where all they're going to sleep or what's going to go on. It's, I know. What do we think? How Give me another name for a 14 son. So they're, they're, they're a family of 14 sons. The <laughs> oldest is 25. The youngest is two. At what point yeah. does it not matter anymore? It's like, eh, we just had another one. What's the difference? Like, at, I don't know. Point? at seven, they could have stopped See, and be like, you know. And, and that's a lot of lotion and tissues. Yeah, but here's how I look at it. The, <laughs> the way, the way. Keep moving, keep moving. The way it goes is the older your other kids get, the more they can help. So when you have a two-year-old uh. and then you have the oldest is how old? 25. 25. That 25-year-old is going to help you raise that sh- those other kids. So you have a lot of help. So, I mean, that's that's a good thing. That's a good way to look at it as well. And so they talked to a genetics counselor. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they were expecting their 13th child, they calculated the chance of giving birth to 12 sons in a row at 0.02%. But they beat all the odds. Wow. Now they have 14 sons. Imagine if it's just the 15th that would have been the girl. You know, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Don't stop now. <laughs> and what do you say to your... We to have your... 22 sons and one no. girl. The <laughs> other half, like... Honey, I really always just wanted that girl. But honey, we have 14 sons. Keep know, going. Let's just try one more Just time. one more. It's <laughs> like you know, people have a gambling addiction. If yeah. I just put another dollar into the Wheel of Fortune machine, this is going to win the million. Yeah, they can't like them all. I mean, there's no way, right? I mean, at some point, she's going to have to go, you know, at like number nine, I'm, I'm not really happy with number Here, nine. You know? Here's what I would like to see in that family. I I need more female presence. I need I need... Look, so I have friends, guys, who were raised in uh, households with nothing but sisters and mom. Yeah. And so they had a great grasp on, you know, women and how, how to treat women and how to live with, you know, with women. These guys are just a bunch of dudes. Right. Like, yeah. High-fiving and farting and scratching their balls and right. stuff. It's like, oh. hello. Oh. Yeah, what's that straight oh. name? I think this is genetic or something because oh. my mom had three boys. Her sister had five boys. And then my mom's brother had two boys before he finally had a daughter. We're so talking that's... about houses that stink. Yeah. Like stinky boys. Because boys stink. I'm, I'm an old boy. I still stink. Yeah, yeah boys do come, stink. Come sniff me. I have boys, and when I clean out the hamper for my son, my oldest son, oh my goodness, it's like I have to turn my face, because even though they use deodorant, it's like, Ugh. boys are stinky. All right, well, congratulations <laughs> to the uh, Schwant family. From Grand Rapids, Michigan. 14 boys. Uh, speaking of men, old men. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a thing? I have this thing for old man bars. Now, hear me out. I'm not talking about like old men in a gay bar. I'm talking about just, you know, those dark bars. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're on an old boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's got that smell. It's, it's, like, it's like it's not right. It's got that smell. It has neon signs that sort of work, and they really don't have a large selection of top shelf liquors. <laughs> we were at a place called Rogers out in Queens uh, last weekend, 
Yeah. And it, we walked in, and it was, I swear to you, it was 11 in the morning. And there were four guys just kind of spread out around the bar. Just two of them were asleep, you know, with their drink in their hand. I mean, it was an old man bar. Yeah. But I loved it. I'm going to go to more old men bars. A lot of people love guess, old men whatever, bars. Whatever bar I walk into, I turn it into an old man bar. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. do, do you have one in your neighborhood? Every neighbor, every neighborhood has one. I think so. I don't, I, I've never been to it, but I think there's like that local one where all of the local people go and they're sitting there for hours and hours and they never leave and they have their seat. Right. You know that seat at the bar that's reserved for them because they're there right. every day? Yeah. I think Walker's here in Tribeca is the closest thing to an old man bar we have. It could be. We don't have, it's kind of a trendy yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, but it's still a trendy old man bar. Here. It is. I got one by my parents' house, and it's where you go to get the best stories because those guys always have something really interesting to say. Like last time I went, he told me a story about how he fishes, and last time he was there, a hook got caught in his nose from another fisherman. I love stories <laughs> in old man bar. <laughs> you know, so Al- Alex's grandmother used to own uh, old man bars on Staten Island, but they had a name for all the clients. There was like two watch Tommy, oh, like there was uh, Hank the Hat. It was where I had. Yeah. Then they, they all had those names, and, and they it, walk in, and it's like cheers, right? And you go, Hank. <laughs> right. Like Web Girl Kathleen, do you have? You love old man bars. Actually, and you're the furthest thing from an old man. I know. A few years ago, my friends and I went went on an old man bar crawl around Hoboken, where I live. Well, it's old men crawl. It makes sense. It was, it's like the type of bar where only two people are ever in there, and then a group of sixteen people come in. Uh, the best one we went to was this bar called Mario's, and we're all convinced it has ties to the mafia because there's nobody ever coming in and out of there. We went in, and all the bottles are dusty because nobody drinks oh, in there. Oh my gosh! And we ordered uh, like a, a Jack and Coke, and they didn't even know what that was. Uh, <laughs> they just that was, you a shot of storefront. Uh, a Jack and Coke, one of those newfangled drinks. Yeah, they gave us a can of ginger ale and, a, and a, a shot of Jack. But here's the best part: the jukebox hadn't been updated since the '70s. Oh, see, there you go. Oh, so we just spent the whole night in this empty bar, quarters. putting quarters into the jukebox and dancing to old songs. See, I would love to go with you, Kathleen, to your favorite old man bar, Mario's. Oh, it was the best night of my life. It has since closed down. <laughs> Because I tried to have my birthday party there the following year. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been kind of funny. Yes, Scotty B. The old man bar in my town has long since been closed because when I was 15 years old, I rode my bicycle there because I wanted to get their meatballs. Everyone said their meatballs were great. And I sat down on the table and this waitress um, smoking a cigarette came over and she said, yeah, darling, don't worry, I'll get you a beer. So it was me sitting there eating meatballs, and she brings me a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'll never forget it, oh, in cool. a bottle. And so I was sitting there at 15 years old, drinking beer and eating meatballs by myself. Yeah, <laughs> I would have joined you. I would have ordered. I would have ordered a Schlitz. I wish they were still open. Yeah, you so, have such good stories, Scotty. Scotty could write a book. You have he all could. the stories he has. I love old man bars. Let's go to one today. I, I know, but if we all walked into an old man bar together, it would turn it into a different type of yeah. bar. You can really only go just you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, Greg T. So, you know, my friend Mike Van Leeuwen, he owns an old man bar. He owns JR's in Woodbridge, New Jersey. And literally, all day long, there's like maybe like four stragglers in there, you know? Like, they really don't, I don't even know how it keeps the thing open. Well, they're, now Jimmy he's going to keep gets, them open. Now you just gave him a free commercial. <laughs> well, Jimmy sits in the corner. Like, I've been in there. And he got pistachio nuts and stuff on the on the floors. And they sit there. And then, like, they, they go, Ugh, look at that on TV. He's making a lot of money. They, they bitch at the TV. And they give you a shot of whiskey when you walk 
walk in. They slide it right on down the bar. They're like, he's a newbie. And T, they throw down this the sounds like a bar that you would fit right in. I mean, because well, you're always yelling at the TV. You I, should go. I do go to enjoy to some of the arguments that take place. And they're all these like, hefty dudes that sit around the right. bar. What up, Scary? Now, in, there's this place in Hoboken, which used to be an old man bar, but it's called the Shannon Lounge. Now, the Shannon Lounge was known for years as the old man bar, but then people like Kathleen started coming in. Yeah. And now it's become so trendy that all the old men have been pushed aside. And yeah. now it's the old man and young girl bar. Sounds <laughs> 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 hmm. like an upgrade. What's yeah. up with that? So, so I guess you're the old man. Hey, now. All right. Well, what happens when all the old men drop dead? And, like, then there's none of the old men that are the, nope. the regulars that were coming in anymore. There's old men, bar men in training, like me. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I'll you soon... take over? I'll soon be the old man at the bar. Okay. Now I'm I'm, the, I'm an old guy, but not an old <laughs> man at the bar. Gotcha. Well, the ultimate old man bar in New York City is McSorley's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they have sawdust on the floor. They don't even serve you a full pint. It's a half pint of beer. Yeah, nice. yeah, right. But you pay for you the full well, Hold on, Blarney Stone. That's right. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. No, New York City is filled with old man bars, <laughs> and, and 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 by the way, these are old old man bars. <laughs> I mean, they're old bars for old men. Can you open a new old man bar? No, I, I guess you'd have to. It doesn't seem legit. though. I don't know. We'll figure that out. It doesn't seem legit at all. Hi, Shelby. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are y'all doing this morning? Well, I can't wait to walk out of here and to go to my local old man bar. I mean, do you have a thing for old man bars? <laughs> well, I've got a good one for you to come to if you're ever in South Georgia. Okay. There is one in Tifton called the Crazy Loon Saloon. Okay. And it is like in the most obscure place like you've ever seen. Like it's next to a pizza place and it's next to like an orthopedic center, which is really convenient. Oh, that's convenient. And I really don't know, like, if they thought about it, like, when they named this place or if it was one of those, like, if you name it, they will come kind of situation. <laughs> but when you go in, like, there's just nothing but crazy loons in there. I would love to go. Now, do you ever go in with your friends and just kind of observe the old men? It's like going to the zoo I and watching the what? sloth exhibit. Like, they just kind of sit there. I had one time, and it was, like, an experience within itself. So what would happen, uh, <laughs> Shelby? Never quite grew out of their college phase. Shelby, what would happen if you went to there? the What would happen if you went to the old man bar and ordered a rosé? Do they? Oh. Do they have oh rosé? Like strictly like a PBR. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 You're very limited. All right. The old. What's it called? The loon. What's it called? The crazy loon saloon. There you go. All right. Thank you, Shelby. We'll meet you there at noon. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Y'all have a great day. You, you too. too. I know Let's a go. lot of people who their everyday life is the crazy loon saloon. This place is. <laughs> that's it. All right, so uh, that's the morning show challenge. Find your neighborhood old man bar. Don't go with a lot of friends. Just maybe one other friend so you mm-hmm. can just sit in the corner and observe. Yeah. Got to take a break. Enough of this. I'm thirsty. I need a Pep's Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Follow us on Instagram at Elvis Duran Show. Do I look completely stupid to you? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Here we go with the phone tap. Garrett does today's phone tap. Mm. Oh, well, look, here we go. Here's the letter. Dear Elvis, my mother, Vicky, is a manager at a popular bowling alley. Oh, how fun if your mom manages a bowling alley. I want that. 
Anyway, recently an incident occurred at a children's birthday party while my mother was on duty. Uh-oh. The child's birthday presents were all accidentally thrown away in the garbage. <laughs> what? Needless to say, my mother got into a fight with the parents over the handling of the gifts. Wouldn't it be great if we called her saying the family's taking my mom to TV court <laughs> and complaining about how the uh, they were all treated with the uh, mix-up? Well, anyway, this uh, Garrett is going to start the call as a uh, producer from The Court Channel. And then Vicky's daughter, Tina, joins in on the phone and tries to cut a deal with the TV court. Let's listen in as the mayhem ensues. Hello, can I help you? Hi, I need to speak to Vicky, please. Yes. My name's Martin Ease. Um, I'm from the show uh, Judge Richard Clark. We were given uh, some information about a party that happened at your bowling alley, and uh, they would like to take you to small claims court over an incident that happened on June 25th. On June 25th? Yes, a uh, birthday party over uh, birthday gifts that were thrown in the garbage. Oh, you're kidding. You're kidding. They're suing me personally, or they're, they're, they're suing the company? From what I'm told, you were the person on duty that was in charge of this and mishandled the packages. Wow. Okay. 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 Thank so, you so much. Oh, okay, so we'll be seeing bye you in bye. two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> Tina. Yeah. We're going to call her back. Hello? Nah. Well, I can't talk right this minute. What's the matter? Somebody is suing us. Remember I told you the story about the guy that had the gifts accidentally got thrown away? He, yeah, it was a long He's time suing ago. us in small claims court on television. You threw out the gifts? Yeah. They, they accidentally were thrown in the dumpster, and now they're suing us. On the family court? Yep. It's a new show, Richard Clark. Who's Richard Clark? It's a new show. One of them Judge Judy Ma, a lawyer called the house for me and left a message. A lawyer called the house looking for How the did this mother jump and get my name and number? This mother... You know, I'm pissed. Ma, you're going to go to jail. No, I'm... I just got off the phone. Calm your jets. I'm going to try to get him on the freeway. Hold on. He's on the phone? Yeah, he's on my phone. Call my cell phone. He's on your cell phone? Oh, yeah, no, because... no, no. I got to call somebody. Wait, he's... Ma, I have him on the line. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hello? Hello? Yes? Listen to me. What? I'm calling the police because this is harassment. I told you to stop calling my house and leave my family alone and stop asking personal questions. This is information for the show. I have nothing to say to you until I get something legal in writing. Do not ask my daughter any questions and do not call my house. If I get another phone call, I am calling the police on harassment charges. You got that straight? Tina, once she gets off the phone, we can finish up with that information? No, Tina has nothing to say to you. She was. I mean, well... Tina, you tell him nothing. Tina, just like I said, I'll pay you once I get all the information. I'll pay you? Conversation. I'll pay you. That's extortion. There's nothing to pay. Tina, do not give this man any more information. Nothing. Wait, how, how much am I going to get paid? $1,500. Tina, look at this. Listen to this. I cannot believe this. No. Tina, Ma, do not. Tina, listen to me. Do oh, not Ma, talk to this man. You're harassing. Get off the phone. Shopping spree included, Tina. Get off Tina. the phone. Hello? Ma? Do not. Talk to that man again. If he comes up on caller ID, do not answer the phone. Listen to me. Ma. What? $2,500 and a Do not talk to him. Ma. Don't listen to me. Ma, all he wants the information. I told him I'd do it. Listen to me. I am in work. Do not give this man any information. I will kill you. I can't talk. Don't you dare. Ma, listen to me. 
you. Do not give the man any information, Tina. If I find out this man found out something, you're dead. Wait, Ma, listen. Wait, he's on the phone. He's got one more deal, okay? No. There's no... Listen to me, you... There's no deal. Nothing. I just got ten more gray hairs. I'm not a well woman. I'm not a well woman. Vicky, here's the deal. My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. What? <laughs> what? Tina decided to play a phone tap on you. You're dead meat. You're dead meat. I need a friggin' drink. Oh, my. I need a cosmopolitan desperately. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I walked into the back office and Greg T is naked. Oh, I'm so excited. What are we playing today? <laughs> He's, I said, well, hey, man, what are you doing? He said, I'm getting ready for the big game. I said, well, hey, there he is. Why are you naked? Why are you walking Why like that? Why are you that? walking weird? Uh, it's for the game. In case the wheel lands on the game, I'm prepared. What, why? Okay, you're naked with a... I know you're wearing a... Uh, a bathrobe, but why are you walking like that? So if the wheel lands on, one of the games is in the tush. Right. So I'm prepared. I already have it in the tush. So okay, that's so, why. So if we play the game in the tush, the right. winner wins whatever's in your tush right now? That's correct, Elvis. Oh, no. This so, is so fantastic. This is the worst day ever. I have it clenched up inside, and that's why I had to walk well, like that well, from well, my well, desk well, to well, the room. What happens if the wheel lands on the answer is broccoli? <laughs> the whole new game. I can really... I can finally release it. Okay, we're all, good. all right. Well, anyway, it is the Wheel of Games. Wheel of Games! Uh, the wheel is full of games today. We're going to spin the wheel. Yeah. And our contestant will uh, win something. We, we <laughs> Look at the games on the wheel. What is, what is the game, What Did Raul Say? Oh. So, okay, so Raul, Raul is our parking attendant. Yes. So what I did is I asked him a bunch of trivia questions. Yeah. Don't make me laugh. Don't, don't, don't make him my... laugh. Whatever, whatever's up his butt will fall oh, out. Okay, so so what Raul, the... I asked Raul trivia questions, and then what would happen was we'd get a contestant, and I would ask them, and I would say, do you think Raul got it right or wrong? Okay, all right. And then we'd go to Raul. So okay, what so, did Raul say? All right, all right. One of the games on the wheel is what did Raul say. The yes. other game is grasshopper or chicken. That was a good one from yesterday. Yeah, the other game is it happened in history. Oh. Yeah. We could spin the wheel. It could land on the answer is broccoli. Yes. Or the game. It's in the tush, which, which you're, you're prepared to play. I am prepared right now. All right, our contestant. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so our contestant is me too. Yes, our, our contestant is Alicia. Good morning, Alicia. Hello. Good morning. Well, morning. good morning. Welcome to the uh, the game of the day. Are you excited? I am a little nervous, actually, when I just heard what type of game this is. Oh, I know. I don't know what it is. You could play What Did Raul Say? You could play Grasshopper or Chicken, or the answer is Broccoli, or It's in the Tush. Let's spin the wheel. There we go. Give it a big spin. Oh, there goes. Oh, wait. I guess we're not going to play uh, the entrance broccoli. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, look. It landed on. Oh, it's in the tush. Yay! Nice. Oh, finally. Got it, finally. But you got a big booty. Yeah. Big, big booty. Yeah. But you got a big booty. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 
Alicia, I don't know what this means, but we're going to play It's in the Tush. Yeah. I'm so excited. Are you excited? I, I'm, I'm curious how many 100 bills he has up in that Tush right oh now. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, I'm hoping he has a new car. All right, so how do you play It's in the Tush? Okay, Elvis, so what I did is I cut a bunch of uh, names out on paper. Like, one is Danielle's name, your name, Nate's name, Steer's okay. name, Brody's right, name. Right. And then I'm going to hand the bag to Nate, and Nate could choose a name out of the bag. Okay, then what happens? Whoever's name he pulls out must reach up into the tush. Oh, come on! You're going to find a ping pong ball, and on that ping pong ball will be written the prize <laughs> that you're going to win. This really is fabulous <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> as long as my name's not called. Oh, my God. So, okay, so you heard what happens here. Uh, yes. Alicia, I'm going to yes. pick a name out of the bag, and that person will have to reach into Greg T's tush and pull out the ping pong ball. Did we get Where, any forceps what? or something? What? Where's the game aspect of this? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Wait, 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 who, put the, who put the ping pong ball in there? Ask Nate. <laughs> How does one win or lose? I don't really get it. I think it's all stuff like losing. An instant winner. Technically. Well, no, there's there's uh, three balls in there. And <laughs> two of the wow. balls are pick again, and one is the winning <laughs> ball. And that's why I'm collecting. That's why. This. Let me just. Are these regulation side balls? Uh, yes. 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 Okay, okay, I'm picking a name out of the bag. Is this Scary Jones? <laughs> Alright, so, so okay, so I picked Scary's name out of the bag. Now, Scary, you have to pull a ping pong ball oh, out of Craig T's butt. He's coming to you. Look at why, why are you walking like that? This is fabulous. Why are you walking like that? At least he's clenched. So my, my, you, know, you don't want his balls to fall out. Oh, <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he lifted. Okay, shh, guys, 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 guys. Okay, great, great. He lifted his uh, Norwegian cruise line bathrobe, and his butt is sticking out. And now, great, he's going to reach in and pull out a ping pong ball. All right, Scary, get in there. <laughs> hurry, hurry. Scary, get a ball. Oh, I see several balls coming out. Okay, he picked this. What does it say? Yeah. It have a glove. No, it says pick again. No! Oh, man. Okay, the ball he pulled out says no. pick another ball. And another there, one. He may have Come dozens on. in there. All right, Alicia, just for you, he's going to pick another Come ball. On. Out. Oh, no, okay. this, one's, this one's sticking. <laughs> Let it go, Greg. Push. Pull it. Oh, Come on, man. Pull it. All right, what does this ball say? What does it say? What does it you say? You win. Oh, it's a winner. An AJR travel, travel mug. mug. And an Elvis Duran t-shirt. Wait, and an Elvis Duran t-shirt. Wait, you want an AJR travel mug? Yeah, we got them. They're a promotion. They yeah, sent right. it to us the last week. The group AJR has a song called Sober Up. So right. you get a Sober Up aluminum travel Yay! mug from AJR. There you go. We didn't really have much to give away. We just had to, you know. That's not the tush either, is The prizes are not glamorous. Wait, is there still one wait, wait, ball wait, up wait, there? Wait, hold there on, hold on. We're looking through the entire bag of names. They all say Scary Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, congratulations. You did, great. you did win an AJR travel mug and an Elvis Duran um, t-shirt. Wait, wait, wait. Wonderful. Isn't, there, isn't there one more ball up his butt? There is. Well, what, 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 ah! why, why don't you save that in case it lands on that tomorrow? I don't, please put your thingy down. <laughs> oh! All right. Well, congratulations. Enjoy your travel mug. Thank you guys so much. Alicia, what are you doing today? What are you doing today? I'm on my way to work. It must be an aerospace manufacturing day because that's what I do as well. Oh, how cool. Thanks to you, our, our planes stay in the air.
Absolutely. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Alicia. Hold on one second, okay? Uh, what? Do we have any hand sanitizer? Yeah, I need some Purell. We're sanitizing Scary's whole body right now. Well, maybe tomorrow we'll play What Did Raul Say or Grasshopper or Chicken. By the way, how did my name get on every piece of paper in that bag? You're the chosen one. You're the lucky one. All right, oh, there you go. That's the, the game of the day. Thank you, Great T. That's just not fair. It's not fair. All right, Daniel, what's going on? I need to get the sound for you guys, so it's so cute. We love all things Cardi B. And, you know, she's going to have that baby soon. She's going to be in her third trimester. And so she posted on Instagram that basically after Broccoli Fest this weekend, it's going to be her last performance for a while, she said... Because, you know, shorty keep growing, and I, like, be looking like I'm moving and everything. But in reality, a bitch can barely breathe because she's so pregnant. So when she's up on that stage, she can't move. Hey, I've been there. I get it. So you're not going to see Cardi performing for a while. So uh, we'll get to see her when she goes out with Bruno Mars. And once the baby comes, it's going to be exciting. Pitbull touring with motivational speaker Tony Robbins next year. Now, it's not clear exactly what's going to be happening there. Will Pitbull be opening for him? Will he be like his hype man? Will Tony be opening for Pitbull? As of right now, it looks like it's a straight-up speaking tour, which means Pitbull and Tony will be taking the mic. And Pitbull says that his mother looked at Tony as a hero when he was 10 years old. And in recent years, he's become, he's become friends with Tony. So we'll see what happens. It should be interesting to see what those two create together. Harrison Ford, Tiffany Haddish, they've joined the voice cast of The Secret Life of Pets 2, so that's on the way. Also, i got a lot of movie news for you. There's a sequel in the works to A Quiet Place, which, you know, that movie, everybody's talking about. If you haven't seen it yet, you have to. I just watched the trailer for the new Grinch movie. It looks so cute. It will be partly an origin movie, so that will be interesting. There's a new SpongeBob movie in the works as well, and the most exciting news, Sony has signed up with Halsey to, to do a story of basically her life. The movie is going to be centered around her life, kind of like 8 Mile was with Eminem. Halsey will star in it, so that's on the way. Exciting news uh, with movies coming our way. NFL Draft goes down tonight. You've got the Browns having the first pick, then you got the Giants and the Jets. Uh, let's see, Grays is on tonight, and of course, I mean, how can we forget? It's Jersey Day, everybody, so make sure you're checking out your Jersey Shore. Did you know what I read today? Because I know that you love to watch golf games on on weekends on TV? I do. My memories of that growing up is my dad would always watch golf and I would sleep. Because oh, they, yeah. they, 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 they'd like, and now he's um, right. going to point burn. This is a, you know, he's going to walk up to the green thing and hit that little white ball. But it's so I, different now. It's, it used to be older guys playing golf. Now it's a lot of young guys. If you remember, we had Niall Horan here. I'm trying to get Niall on the podcast. I want to talk to him about it because he is a huge supporter of young people playing golf. Who's the guy that we follow on uh, Instagram? Ricky Fowler. Ricky, Ricky Fowler. Fowler. Ricky Fowler is adorable, and he is so awesome to watch on Instagram, and he plays golf. He's a young guy. Yeah. Did you know what I read today? What? You know, CBS, they, they, they play a lot of golf games on the weekends. They used to artificially add bird sounds to their golf coverage. <gasps> on the Masters, they do. Yeah, for sure. And so CBS would artificially add bird sound effects to the to the golf coverage until several years ago when a bird expert huh. noticed the noises didn't match the birds that lived in that area. <laughs> wow. So which wow. is more intriguing? The fact that they falsify the soundtrack of birds outside or there's someone out there who said that bird's not from there. Yeah. A little <laughs> of both. A, a bird expert. Why would they? But I don't understand. Like, what's the reason we need to hear birds in the first place? Because they're outside. It and supposed peaceful. To, mm. And by the way, there's a lot of 
if you, if you notice, there's a lot of break in the vocal action on golf games. There's a mm-hmm. lot of just silence. Yeah. But they need some sort of sound so that there's birds chirping and yeah, it's, it guess. sounds like the outdoors. The out of doors, as I they say. So. Right. I thought that was so cool. So, what other scams are going on like that? You know, I like uh, when you walk into uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And you go down Main Street, USA. Yeah. You smell the cinnamon rolls. Oh yeah. There, it, it's a big canister down in the basement that's blowing the smell of. For, I think fresh baked cookies actually mm-hmm. out under really? Main Street. There's no, you can't yeah. smell the friggin' cookies. No, they're blowing the smell of cookies from a canister. Oh, there's tons of little secrets oh. at Disney that uh, that they do behind the scenes. Like what? Well, I thought it was th- all coming out of that little confection store that was right no. there. No, the don't they do that in hotels too? Like this fresh scent of something through the vents they they stick. That's what they I say. They so, yeah. yeah. What's that scary? Yes, in big hotels and casinos, they pump extra oxygen in the air. To keep you awake. So I've never wow. heard. Well, I don't, can they do that? I don't think that's true. I think that's an urban legend. To keep you alive. I don't know. <laughs> to keep you awake. Okay, keep why don't we look that one up? Extra oxygenated. Don't they make like certain places like colder and hotter for certain reasons, like to keep you shopping that they or to can keep do. you, you know, whatever? Yeah, I've heard that in winter when they want you to buy sweaters, they'll make it really cold in the store. Yeah. I've heard that. What's that, uh, Garrett? The canned laughter in sitcoms. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you can hear it. So when a joke doesn't go over well, the show inserts the laughter from a previous audience that was in there. So we need that. Scary, pull up the pull up the show laughter. I mean, we need more canned laughter <laughs> because you know when you hear other people laughing, it's like, oh, that was funny. Because you don't. Sometimes you wonder, was that funny? But if you hear people laughing, even if it's fake, you're like, oh, it has funny. to be funny. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just stepped on my dog. <laughs> That's where the canned laughter would be great. <laughs> I have a question about your dog. After I'll, I'll ask it. I just stepped on my dog. (laughs) Not funny. Little puppy. Come here, Maxie. There was nothing funny about saying it, but when she played that, it was like, that's hilarious. (laughs) Anyway. Can I ask a question about Maxie? Oh, please do. Do, did you do something to his ears, like um, get them... Crimped? Is that what you did? They actually, uh, they were crimped when he was a little bitty tiny puppy. I didn't crimp them. Because they're standing up more to me now than they used to. He has a different cut. That's what it is. The, his groomer, Annie, she's fabulous. Yeah. She's letting his ears grow out. It's and so then, cute. And usually um, schnauzers have that big beard below their, their mouths. Yeah. She uh, trimmed it up really tight to his chin. It's like a Japanese oh, schnauzer cut. That's why, because his ears look so cute and fluffy, and they're standing out there. It's so cute. Uh, as far as casinos pumping in oxygen, scary. According to local fire department, pumping oxygen into a casino would be a tremendous fire hazard. Oh, really? That would greatly okay. increase the flammability of all other objects. Any small fire anywhere in the hotel would be fanned and magnify itself by pumped oxygen. So I don't think they're pumping oxygen in there. They may pump colder air in there, maybe. Does Cinnabon pump cinnamon into the air? <laughs> they might. They might. I think they do. That's not coming from no oven. So if, I mean, you, you don't want to be in a casino if they're pumping oxygen That's in there. That's not coming Especially from no you, oven. You don't want to play the flaming seven slots. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good. The official Twitter account of The Morning Show, at Elvis Duran Show. And the official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Follow us now, Elvis Duran in The Morning Show. 
In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Well, I wake up every morning. I turn it on without a warning. I get my head out of bed and then I'm on the road. And now I'm hanging with my bro. Because you know my main man, his name is Elvis Duran. He's the baddest mother lover in the radio land. And I hang around to tell you I'm his number one fan. But now it's time for me to blow. Elvis Duran. Yo, bitches. Just want to wake up each day with you. Elvis Duran Show. By the way, not to be a pain in the ass, but if you move, we have to fill out all this paperwork. I know. It's a, it is a pain in the ass. We have to release you. Uh, like, for instance, Ashley. Ashley, where are you moving to? I'm moving to Oregon. Okay, no, wait. Oregon is a great place. What city are you going to? I'm going to Portland. Oh, uh, Portland's fabulous. Great chefs. It's a wonderful place. Well, where are you moving from? I'm moving from Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Oh, wow. Oh. Across the continent. That's All right, nice. we, have, we have some paperwork yeah. <laughs> paperwork for you to fill out. Yeah. So why are you moving uh, to Portland? Um, I wanted to move there since I graduated college. Um, my two best friends live out there. I've kind of always made up an excuse not to go, and, you know, a promotion here fell through, and I was like, it's time. Let's do it right now. Let's Good go. for you. How long do you think you'll be in Portland? Uh, I'm giving my, I'm forcing myself to stay for a year and a half before I, you know, because I know I'll have times where I want to come home. Well, last time Greg T moved away, he was only gone for one day. <laughs> he, he moved from New York to Sarasota he and he, right. he right. came home the next it day. It was longer to drive from Jersey down to Sarasota. It was longer than I stayed down I know. there. And so, I had to drive back. But I hope you stay there a long time because Portland, like I said, it's great. So you spent time there. You you like it. Yes. By the way, and you say it correctly, Oregon. Yes, yes, yeah. I yell at everybody. I'm like, that's not how you say it. You can't embarrass me when we get there. Exactly. Oh. All right. Enjoy your time. We have paperwork for you to fill out. But stay in touch with us. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, okay? No, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I've been listening to you every morning for like 10 years. Me and my mom like live and die by your show. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Well, thank you for listening. We're going to miss you. But, but wait, hold on. You have to recruit someone new to listen to take your place. We cannot lose listeners. Oh, dear God. Right? Help us. Yeah. Right. Probably will still listen every morning on iHeart. No, no, no problem. Just say, I will. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Thank you very much. Safe travels. Enjoy you enjoy so your move. Much. How exciting. A the new move. start. Gosh, it's been so long since I moved to a new city. I'm ready. Where do you want to go? I'll go with her to Portland. Okay. Uh, what's up, Samantha? I've never moved to another city, and I have zero desire to leave New York ever. I love it here, but I do have a desire to move to a new city. <laughs> then you, it's time to go. own experience. Listen, I've, I've lived in many cities. I've lived in San Antonio, Dallas, Austin. Atlanta, Philadelphia. Like, that sounds like a dream. Uh, it is. You need to see other cities. I just don't want to leave. Move to Newark. But you could move, <laughs> you could move for a little while and come back. Yeah, that would be the only thing I would do. Yeah. But still. It'll be here, believe me. Uh, I know. I, I was looking in the studio earlier, and it looked like there was a, there was an argument going on in oh, here. Oh yeah, Danielle, do you want to tell me what's going on? Because you, here's what happens here: when I see you guys at each other's throats, when I walk in, everyone like starts smiling and go, nothing, nothing to see. 
do you, I know you'll be honest with me. Yeah. What's going on? Okay, so the other day, I was standing uh, in the back in our offices with Scary and Brody. And uh, Scary went into the fridge and he got a box of Sherry's berries. And he oh. was like, oh, he's like, whose berries are these? And Brody said, oh, they're mine. I'm, I'm taking them home to my family. Oh, cool. So Scary asked if he could have one. And Brody said, yeah, I'm good. You can have one. Scary opens the box, takes one, and then I guess three people came out of nowhere and they asked Scary if he could have strawberries. If they could have to, and Scary started giving them well, out. Scary, those were not your... Right. So, here's the thing. Hold on one second. So, yeah. Oh. Into the courtroom walk. <laughs> Our plaintiff... And what's the other one? Defendant. 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 I am Judge Crotch. And I'm going to determine who is wrong here. You're writing this down? Right now, I don't even think we have to have a See, trial. I already I, know who's scary, wrong. Scary, but... you, you can't start handing out no. other people's food. But anyway, let's get into it. Scary is an a-hole. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. All right. So, so Scary, uh, Brody was very sweet and kind in saying, you may have a chocolate-covered uh, chocolate strawberry. As I was mid-bite in this dark chocolate-covered strawberry... People appeared in front of me. Three or four people. And, 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 and was I Mr. Saw, Brody very clear when he said, these are for me to take home to my family, but you may have one. Did you hear those words? Yeah. But here's here's the problem. Case closed. No, but ja- no, no, but no, no, Jake. No, so 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 Jake was with me, and I said, Jake, would you like a strawberry? Because he was Why staring longingly them? at the strawberry. You shouldn't offer them. Well, in this world of free food that's everywhere around the radio station, I felt that. The way everyone is giving with everyone's food, we should be giving with food. This isn't like an electronic device. I'm not giving away a tele, uh, you know, a cell phone or something or uh, or someone's something of worthy, you know, of value. I gave away someone's food. Elvis, you are the most generous person. Wine comes through the radio station. Here, have some wine, guys. It's share and share alike. Tate's Bake Shop okay, cookies well, come okay. in. I, th- I think you've you spoken. understand what I'm saying. By the way, I'm first of all, picture, but- I-, I love how you're throwing Jake under the bus. Yeah, no, why you rat no. me out? Well, no, because Jake. <laughs> no, no, Jake. Okay, hold on. Jake, did Jake's you going to tell you a little wrinkle? Did to this. you know? <laughs> did you know that? Scary was handing you strawberries that were supposed to go home with Brody yes. with Brody to his family. Yes I, or no? No. I didn't know he was taking them home because the day prior, Brody opens this box and has a bunch of chocolate-covered strawberries. And I'm staring at him as he's eating them, like hoping he's going to offer me one, and he never did. <laughs> so when Scary offered me one, I'm like, sure, I'll take one, thanks. So you thought it was a free-for-all box of strawberries, but you knew for a fact, Scary, that these strawberries were meant to go home with Brody. He offered you one. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? He said he was going to take the leftovers home. Yes or no? Brody takes home leftovers. Wait, that's not what Brody said. I was there. Oh, hold on. Brody said. Let me type this down. Hold on. Can we we get a faster typewriter? (laughs) Hold on. You're going. Brody. Hey, you're all you're all out of order. Brody said, "Those are mine, and I'm taking them home to my family." Okay, let's go to Brody now. Brody, what happened? Okay, so uh, the day before the box arrived, it was a thank you gift from a friend, Natalie, in Y100. And who was it addressed to? Uh, David Brody. In fact, it had a big cardboard tag uh, on a string with a hole punch in the box, so it was attached to the box. Okay, couldn't miss my name. So I opened it up to see what was in the box because it didn't have a picture of what was in the box on the box. And I said, oh, vanilla and chocolate-covered strawberries, which I love. I ate one the day before, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take these home. I put the ribbon back on the box, put them in our little refrigerator, which is about 10 feet from my desk. And uh, I forgot to take them home. So the next day, Scary sees him. He goes, oh, what's that box? So I said, that's my strawberries. I'm bringing them home to my family. Okay, what did you say after that? And I said, 
you know what? There's 11 of them left in my dozen. I'm taking them home for my wife and kids. He goes, can I have one? I said, yes, Scare, you can have one. I'll bring the rest home for my family. Is that exactly what was said? Yes. Danielle, you're witness to this. I was there, yes. Scary, this sounds very, very... Cut and dry. Hold on. So I give him the box. I go back to typing on my laptop. Hold on. Did it sound like this? (laughs) Exactly. All right. And then when he when I when he turns back to hand me the box, he's got the second the second strawberry in his mouth, and he goes, "Here you go, these are great." With strawberry juice dripping down his face, wow. and it's a box of four strawberries and a bunch of wrappers that the strawberries used to be in. There were white chocolate left. Scary. I left him the white chocolate. I don't care if they're made out of pure whatever. It, you you knew you knew these were his to take That's home. Seven. And, and you not only ate them on your own, you offered them to other people. Because seven of I'm my a generous 11. giving person. Yeah, I know, but, but they're not, not yours to be generous okay, You know what? Okay, with. give me your ATM card <laughs> because I want to be a generous giving person and give away cash out of your account. Because that, why can't no, we no. That's basically what you did. Compare apples to apples here. Strawberries to strawberries. The ATM card has nothing to do with strawberries. It's yes, it does. Because food is around. It's that was But it was David, to him. David Brody's property he shared with you. It's not yours to give away. It period. was a thank you gift from somebody. Oh, wait, hold on. Dave Brody has exhibit B. Yes, so yesterday we were recording the Brooklyn Boys <laughs> podcast with Brody and Skiri. Which is just god-awful. Skiri Brody. <laughs> it's fantastic. And our friend Eric from the rock station next door came by and he said, uh, you know what? My wife called me who listens to our show and said, I heard you guys have Tate's cookies. She wanted to know if I could bring home a couple of cookies. So Scary says, wait a minute. Elvis has a case in his office. Let me let you into his office and give you some of his. Oh! Wait, what do you mean? You're going into my office and giving you my stuff? No, what do you mean? Oh, so, he, minute. so he gave him a, a, two full bags of your cookies. But wait a second. That <laughs> was not, I got a, a text message from Question. Nate Marino. I like to present exhibit okay, okay, C. Okay, okay, calm down. A text wait, message. Wait, hold on. We exhibit C. <laughs> Right. Let me type this exhibit. How do you spell exhibit? Again, Is it an H? Generous with other people's it's ex, products. It's exhibit <laughs> C. Okay, what? Exhibit C, while we were recording the podcast, and Eric came on from Q104 and asked for the Tate's cookies. Prior to letting him into your office, I got a, a message from Nate that says, Eric wants Tate's cookies. So. Nate, oh, go ahead, Nate. No, no, no. I didn't say go into the office and take those ones. We have like crumbs and leftover ones in here. Yeah. So just oh, go into Why the... did you say? Show me the text message. Okay, here it is. Would you bring that? No, you can't. You cannot uh, approach the judge. You must hand it to the bailiff. May I approach the bench? Hang Appro- on. Approach the bitch. Here. Why are you walking over here? All right. Show me. Show me this text. Your Honor, I claim pattern with this man. Does it say go into Elvis's office? Where does it say that? Wellman wants cookies. Okay, hooked hooked him up. No, no, right there. Okay, hooked him up. No, Wellman wants cookies. That doesn't mean go into my office and take my cookies. <laughs> we had cookies in here. We had cookies yes, in the we studio. Did. We did. We yes. had plenty of cookies. Okay, okay question. Studio. Question. Yeah. Scary. Yes. You, you, think about a book being thrown at you because here it comes. <laughs> did someone say, go into Elvis's office and take his cookies? Did they? Yes or no? No. You piece of trash. <laughs> You are you're done. You're, you're, you're giving away Brody's co- chocolate-covered strawberries. They're his property. You're giving away my property out of my office. Was, was the door closed? It was. I tried. No, it wasn't. I tried to get Wellman the cookies over here, but he goes, I don't like toasted coconut gluten-free. Well, oh, yes, 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 Wellman, beggars can't be 
chose her. He was like, he goes, I don't care what he wants. You went into my office. Because Once again, you're giving away other people's things. You're a piece of trash. The cookies that were sitting on the shelf over here, he goes, these are these are orange creamsicle. Not my problem. Because I need the original ones. It's not my problem. The original ones were in your office. No, you get what you get and you don't get upset. You're going into my office and giving away my things. It's clearly my office. You're going into David Brody's stash and giving away his strawberries. No, Daniel has the stash. <laughs> not, the, not the mustache. <laughs> no, we're really done here, Greg. There's nothing you can well, do to add. Usually on these TV shows, they go to the people outside that have been watching it, you know, and they ask for your thoughts, you okay, know? Okay, all right. So yeah. for me, as I've been standing here on the street right, watching go, the whole then thing. Then go downstairs and ask some people. So I, call I mean, me when you're done. Well, Harvey, Levin, my thoughts. Harvey Levin's job is to yeah. go out on the street. Right. right. So my, my thoughts are is that two things. One, you know, the, the precedent has been set around here. The that what? like The precedent has been set that like the food is kind of like everybody's thing, you know? And unfortunately, Brody doesn't really share no. Anybody. No. It's his gift that no. I don't really see it that way. Okay. I think, you know, it's more like Brody's being a little bit so you're, selfish. So, what I heard you said, <laughs> what I heard you say was the president has been said. <laughs> the president has been said. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, it's clearly, it's so clear when food arrives if it's for everyone or if it's a private yeah. stash. And it's so, so. I can't believe we spent as much time on this. I think Brody's a cheap bastard is what the real pro problem oh. is. Well, no, okay, without a doubt, he is a cheap bastard. I offered him one of my strawberries. He took seven. Okay, we have so many different songs playing. So you are a cheap bastard. I am a cheap but bastard. But that has nothing, but I got to say, as the judge presiding, that has nothing to right. do with this case. You did nothing wrong. Right. I think that damages has damage has been done. Yes. And scary, you are the sole culprit here. You owe... Fresh Sherry's Berries to Dave Brody. Please go to berries.com. Use the promo code Elvis. Okay. Free dessert for Brody? Well, from dessert. you, because you're paying for it. And a steak dinner. Yeah, and really, use the promo code Elvis. They start at $19.99 for okay. all those deliciously covered strawberries. Okay. You give it to him by Mother's Day. I'm going to. Can I Venmo you the money for it and you go get it yourself? No, you order, or you order it. Lazy now, bastards. as far as my cookie, cookies go, you get in touch with, with uh, Tate and you replace the cookies you gave to- uh, They were tiny Tates. Doesn't matter. You replace them. Okay. And stay out of other people's stashes. Yeah, and don't go into my desk and take anything, because that's another thing But you what do. happens when somebody doesn't like the flavors that's presented? That's no. not my problem. Too bad. He's, sh- he's getting a cookie. Shut up and eat the cookie. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Yes, yes, Brody. One, one final one thought. One final thing. As we're walking to your office, Eric says, you know what? I feel guilty. We shouldn't go in Elvis's office. The security goes, if it's open, it's a sign. If it's open, it's a sign. Oh, my God. You are a piece of crap. Oh, my God. Are you serious? It's, it's open. It's a sign. And so were the cookies. They were just sitting there. Oh, my God. All right, you owe a lot. Let's get working on it. And, you know, this is not one of these uh, things that we're going to forget about. You owe him fresh strawberries from Sherry's Berries at berries.com. Click on the microphone, type in Elvis. All right? And you owe me some taste cookies. Case is closed. Get out of here. Miss part of today's show? Stuff gets awkward real quick. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran On Demand. It grows like six inches in three hours. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran On Demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. As you know, we're all obsessed with Tate's Bake Shop cookies, but now we're more obsessed with their tiny cookies. It's Tiny Tate's from Tate's Bake Shop. A single-serve bag of Tate's thin, crispy chocolate chip cookies, the perfect snack. Visit tatesbakeshop.com, promo code Elvis, for 20% off. Look, we're all about chasing your dreams. 
everyone needs to have a dream. Mm-hmm. You know what? And if you don't have a dream that you still want to uh, accomplish, accomplish mm-hmm. what is it? It can be something small, something large, whatever. Your dream is to get out of here as quick as yeah, possible. Yeah, my dream is to just leave and never come back. <laughs> That's my dream. We know. And it will be accomplished one day. Oh, boy. But I'm living my dream every day. I, when I was a little kid, this was my dream job. Being in radio is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. And uh, live in this dream with, with people that I love, my family here. I mean, I cannot imagine a better life. Right. One day I will be a Disney princess. You will. I will. So anyway, the other day, uh, one of our favorite listeners, Emily, called, and she talked about an interview she was about to go into for her dream job. Do we still have that sound? Yes, it's right Emily, tell everyone what you're doing right now. I am in the parking lot. I'm waiting to go in for an interview for my dream job. I mean, this isn't just, okay, I, it's a job I'm going to go interview for. Right. I, ho- I hope I get it. If I don't, I'll go get another one. This is the job you want. I am hoping to be working with veterans. I am a social worker. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, a very noble gig. And it's something you've been thinking about for years. I find that interesting. What made you first interested in working with veterans? Well, I did my internship at the VA, and I just loved working with the population. It's it's harder than people realize to find a job that feels fulfilling in social work. Uh, Sometimes it feels like you're not making progress. But in this position, I, I did feel like I was making an impact, which is so special. You must be nervous right now. I'm a little nervous, but you guys are keeping me calm. Oh, is- oh. All right, let's keep her calm. I think this is wonderful. You must be so excited. Do you? What? Okay, I hate to jinx it, but do you think there's a good chance you're going to get it? I do. I, I'm trying to go in with that mindset. I, I'm trying to believe that it's already mine, so I'm hoping that helps me. I love good. your attitude, Emily. Yeah. If, if they don't want you, come in here. <laughs> we're, we're the veterans of failed morning shows. Yeah. <laughs> we would give you the job, just like that. I think you sound great. Okay. Listen, listen, go in there and go get your dream job. All right, remember that phone call? I yeah. Do. Well, after she, uh, she <laughs> went in for that interview... We didn't hear back from her, and people are asking, what happened to Emily? So, we have Emily on the phone. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing very well. she sounds happy. She sounds happy. We don't know yet. So, Emily, you were talking to us while you were in the parking lot about to go inside and interview for your dream job. You went in and you interviewed, and what happened? So, I have moved from the parking lot to the desk of my dream job. There you go. Dreams really do come true. And so far, Emily, is it everything you thought it would be? You you know, it's hard. You know, it's like orientation, that type of stuff in the beginning. But I I think it's going to be great. I'm very excited. And there's really something to be said for faking it till you make it. All right. Okay. okay. So, Emily, you had this dream job you you wanted to go for. And so at what cost did uh, this dream job come to you? I mean, what sacrifice did you have to make or did you in order to uh, move into this job that you got? Um, I wouldn't, I feel like it's such a great opportunity because I, I just feel like I haven't had to sacrifice anything. I've just been waiting for this job. So I've okay. been at a different job waiting for this one, just trying to be patient. So a lot of people, uh, when answering that question would say, well, they were in a job that they hated or they uh, had to give up a salary that was more right. or something like that. But the fact is, they're now happier because, not only because of the sacrifices they made, because they're finally in the position they want. Yeah. Good for you. That's so cool. Thank you guys so much. It really pumped me up so much talking to you guys. And it, to me, it feels natural that I would let you guys know about this because you're a part of my day every single morning. Oh, man. So it made that. it that much more special. Aww. So what's your advice for someone out there who is maybe they feel like they're not living their dream? They're not living their dream job. Well, what is your great advice for them? 
I think it's always good to make a plan for yourself. I've always told people when you notice that you're doing something that makes you really happy, try to stop and pay attention to what that is and ask yourself, how can I turn this into a job? What can I do? And then kind of make a plan for yourself. You need goals and then that's how you can start moving towards them. That's so good because so many times during the day you're doing things and you think it's just a hobby. You think it's just a fleeting moment. And if you really stop down and think about it, you you never know where that could lead to. You're like, oh, I could make something of this. Maybe this job we have will lead to something. I, I hope so. I've been faking it till I make it every single day. <laughs> and you're making it. So you're faking it and it's working. All right, well, Emily, thank you for your time. Now go back and get back into line and get, get stuff done. And congratulations. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great day. Oh, uh, we too. will. Thank you. Take it easy. So there you go. I, I mean, love positive stories. I know. And I love it when people call, when listeners call and say, okay, because of you, I've decided to take the leap. I'm going to go do something that I really, really have been yeah. dreaming about. And, and thanks for the encouragement. And we're like, so my, my breath, I, I hold my breath for them. Right. You know? Do you remember the last time you interviewed for a job? No. Keep in no. mind, I've had this yeah. job for th- yeah. 30 years. Yeah, you either. forget how nerve wracking oh, it is. Well, well, I remember when I was looking for a job and I was in Kansas City. And I was sitting in the lobby waiting to go meet the president of the company. And there was a little bitty sign on the table saying, we drug test all applicants. I'm like, eh, shh. <laughs> That's nice. I was like, I just finished smoking pot in the car. At yeah, that probably. <laughs> I, I did a little wake and bake that morning. I'm but guessing the, you didn't get that job. Oh, no, you know, I, I, I just, I, I was actually relieved because I knew, look, I'm not going to get the job anyway, so I might as well just not do it. You know, what's scary? I remember when Greg T was interviewing for his job at Z100 because I was sitting there answering the phones. I'd only been there for like three or four months. And all of a sudden, this kid in a three-piece suit. In a bad <laughs> perm. He, oh, remember no, that wait, perm? Wait, he had a bad perm. Oh, he would get his oh, hair permed every who, three months. His oh, head looked like a microphone. Yes. I'm like, who is this guy and what does he think he's auditioning for here? I Listen, I, you it's know, radio. I was always raised, my mom always raised me that you make a great first impression. You can't go back and do it all over again so i didn't know what radio was all about i just came in to do you know get an interview hopefully i'd get the job so how do you want to present yourself so you present yourself in the right way so don't let scary give you no. i know crap. i, I agree day. with t in this case you t- know he's yeah. right scary calm down man <laughs> That's Le- it. you leave stop picking on my great t supposed to dress for the job that you no, want but no. t was but you are but t was better off to come in over prepared right, right. and showing that he was giving effort than exactly. he was to show up like a bum right, and at least we had something to laugh at you yeah. know I had, no, I had no idea that years down the line I wouldn't even need my clothes. I could just come in here naked and get my job. I didn't know that all I had to do was like eat stuff and throw up on the floor and get my job. But, you know, then I just thought, you know what? Let me come in with my suit, make a best impression, and see what happens. Just think what would have happened if you had pooped in that suit when you pooped in the diapers (laughs) in the studio. They may not have hired me. Elvis, it was a double-breasted suit. It doesn't matter if it's double-breasted. It's fine. Danielle was double-breasted, and she got her job. (laughs) You were. I'm still you still I are. just have less of my breasts. <laughs> right, exactly. But anyway. So I like the, you, Elvis. I have never interviewed for a job. I, I okay. worked at the gas station in here. But wait, it. wait, wait. Let's get back to what this is about. It's your dream job. We yeah. know this isn't a t-shirt no, I, don't, I don't know. because We went around the room yeah. several weeks ago asking if this was your dream job. And yeah. I think Scary and I were the only two people, maybe Froggy. Was it you two? This is your yeah. dream job? The yeah. three of us were the only three in this room who said this is our dream job. So, anyway, so the rest of you are a bunch of losers. (laughs) 
that's it. So your dreams. If it's not a dream job, it's just your dream to live a certain way, a dream to to be a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. You know what? Focus on that. <laughs> well, who do you think dreams to be a jackass? Like <laughs> my dream is to be a jackass. Great tea. I, I don't. I, Great tea actually dream. was the most successful jackass in radio. <laughs> that's right. He got right. he got paid to be a jackass. No, but I'm serious. Think about that dream that you you want to live and go get it. Don't be, don't be afraid of the sacrifices you have to make. Don't. You shouldn't. I want to bring up something about your heritage, your ancestry. You know they have uh, that 23 and me? Yeah. You spit in a vial and Mm -hmm. mail it off and they tell you where you're from? Yes. Kathleen keeps trying to get me to do this. She's like, you need to do it. So web girl Kathleen did it. Oh, she did. Hey, guys. Good morning. And good morning. So uh, what were your results and how did you, how did it make you feel when you found out where you're from? Guys, I am shook. I really thought that it was going to be 100% Irish, a little bit of Russian in there, like my parents always told me. And it turns out that I am Native American. Good for you. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. So this is the historical part about it, which I'm fascinated. I've been reading online essays about this all weekend. Eight generations ago, somebody directly related to me was 100% Native American. And then my lineage picks up directly back in Europe. And I'm going, this doesn't make any sense because... There wasn't a lot of transportation options back then. You couldn't just hop on a plane and fly over to Europe. So what I think that happened in the most likely scenario is that when Christopher Columbus came to the New World, and this is not something that's talked about in history uh, quite often, he took Native Americans back to Spain, which you know, which was uh, considered the Iberian Peninsula at the time, and and used them as slaves. He, he filled ships of Native Americans, and they uh, they integrated into Europe uh, as slaves, and then eventually just stayed there, and uh, and then mated with uh, Euro- European uh, people, and that is how that is the beginning of my uh, my twenty three and Me uh, heritage. Well, wow. so this is what twenty three and Me does to you, and I think it's a great thing. Look, I I've been living my whole life kind of lost, not knowing where I'm from. Whatever yeah. I knew, I know that we're Scottish, and I know that you know whatever. We found out that, yeah, a ton of Scottish. I mean, yeah. like megaton from that area. And, of course, uh, England as well mm-hmm. and Ireland, that area. I think I have some Asian in me because my grandmother's, like, maiden name and all this stuff. And they keep saying, if you go back and look. So if I did this, go I, spit. I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't find that. Spit yeah. in the tube and yeah. send it in. Well, uh, so I, but I, Kathleen, you yeah. and I may be related because I have <laughs> some Native American in me as well. Wow. You never know. I, 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 I don't know anything about myself anymore. <laughs> you both have great fashion sense, so you definitely could be right? related. And, 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 and the Native American, my mom used to have these beautiful cheekbones, and, and a lot of people used to say, you have these gorgeous Native American-esque cheekbones, and that's where we got it from. Wow. Yes, Gary. I took the 23andMe as well, mm-hmm. and I found out that, because I always thought I was Italian, 100%. No and? way. I'm part Middle Eastern, and I'm part African, and there I had no go. idea as well. Well, is your family from Sicily? Yes, we are Sicilian. Okay, well, S- Sicily has a lot of a lot of different cultures other than just off mainland Italy. I mean, because Sicily used to be fought after by all different people from different lands. So, I mean, it's, it's always been in flux. So there you go. I was fascinated when I found that out. Froggy, have you ever spit in the cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you ask. Uh, no, no I have not. I, no, I haven't. I, I haven't done this, but the more we talk about it, I want to do it. Because I. you always think that I'm just like Kathleen, just like Scary. I think that I know, but I think there's always a surprise somewhere. 
Well, go find out. It, it really is worth it. Yeah. And I'd love to hear from people who actually had just big, shocking results. And, uh, and it, I, it is a great thing to find out the truth about who you are, what makes you who you are. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a friend who did 23andMe, and she actually just broke down crying. Aww. Because you find out stuff about yourself that you just never, ever thought you would ever know. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of I want to do it. I want to see. Hey, I got Christy. She's calling in. Christy's mind blown. Right, Christy? Yeah, absolutely. What'd you find out? Uh, so I've been told literally my entire life, I'm 28, that I'm 100% Swiss. Half my family came from the French side, and half my family came from the German side. My grandma's even done over a 300-page book on my heritage. And uh, so I did this 23andMe. They actually do studies, and so I participated in that. And I found out, well... I think like 50 or 60% of me is the French and German Swiss. I'm also part British and Irish. And this is just like blown my whole family's mind because we can't believe it, but it makes sense because we only study from the paternal side and not always the maternal. You know, wow. there's also a way, I don't know if you've heard this, uh, Christy, where you can actually catch up with lost siblings. That's you crazy. Can actually, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This How happened, do you do that? Yeah, This happened to a friend of ours who found out who she found her sister through this other this other thing it's just it's That's so cool. Look, there are a lot of people who want to go through life not knowing where they're from. Andrew said this happened to hit one of his friends. Well, Andrew, hit hit her hey, microphone. Andrew here. Andrew's here in Hollywood with us. What happened? Yeah, my friend is adopted and she actually found her paternal father using one of these ancestry sites. Wow. Yeah. See, it, it, some people don't want to know, like I said. Yeah. They're like, "You know, I'm okay, just kind of Slithering across the planet just like this, not knowing where I'm from. But once you do find out, it's great to have some insight. Oh, yeah. You know, it still blows my mind that a lot of people uh, in the New York area, they'll tell you the name of the street their grandparents grew up on, and they still have family members there in Italy. Oh, yeah. Or in uh, Ireland. It's great. So, Christy, what else did you find out that blew your mind? Um, A very, very, very small part of me is a little bit Asian. See, I think that that too about me because of uh, things that my family has told me. So I'm not going to be surprised if I don't find that out when we spit in the cup. <laughs> there you go. Go spit in your cup. Does it make you a little nervous, though, spitting in the cup that they're going to clone? Like the people who get this, like, I don't know. They're not going to clone you. Okay. <laughs> they're down there going, yeah, you know what? do with it when you're done. They save it and clone you. Look, if they want to clone like Chris Pratt and send them over, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, they do. I mean, once you spit in a cup and send it to them, it, it belongs to them. But yeah. I, I'm not too worried about it. No, I, they, I trust them. Hey, uh, Christy, thanks for listening to us. Allie was always told, yeah. you were always told that you were Cherokee and German, right? <laughs> yes. So yes. you grew up thinking, you grew up thinking, I am mainly Native American and German, but you did 23andMe, yes. and what are you really? I'm like 99% Irish. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Nothing so like incredible. What you right, it's true. Well, and, and like the other percent of me is um, like, Sub-Saharan, like or Middle Eastern and African, and I think my so we don't know anything about my mom's side of the family because her grandfather uh, abandoned my great grandmother, um, and we were always told, oh, they're Cherokee Indian. I personally think we've got some African American because my grandfather was super dark, mm-hmm. um, but we were always told, oh no, he's Cherokee Indian. And when I got the results back, I was like, hey, mom, guess what? Yeah, no, we're not Indian at all. 
Wow. Wow. Surprise. I <laughs> yeah. I now know who I'm, I am, and I now know I'm who I'm not. Yes. That's great. Yeah, All right, Allie. So cool. Thank I you very much. Do it. Yes, we appreciate I, it. Yeah, everyone should do it. It's 23 Me. Uh, by the way, they are partners of ours. Oh, nice. I, I want to do it. I was just reminded of that. Uh, Leah found out something that was uh, sort of interesting as well. Leah, what did you find out when you uh, did this test? So I was adopted, and I had absolutely no idea what I was. Uh, my birth mother was 15 when she had me. Um, so, you know, with a 15-year-old girl's perspective on what she thinks her daughter is, um, and I was told I was British and German, and so I had no idea. I always had my friends guess. I'm like, what do you think I am? What do you think I am? My boyfriend was convinced that I was, like, um, European Spanish. So I do this test. I have absolutely no clue, um, and I get back that I'm British, Irish, French, and German. Um, I absolutely had no idea about French or Irish because I tan very easily, um, so that was, like, really strange to me. Um, think Irish, you think red hair and freckles, and that's not me. Um, and also, I did the diseases part of 23andMe. It's a little bit extra. Right. Um, because I had no family medical history. You know, you, you go to the doctor and you say, oh, family that had a heart attack, has cancer. Um, and I really had none of that. Um, so I really, I found out that I really don't have anything in my genes. Um, I could get celiac. I could have macular, age-related macular degeneration. Um, but that's, you know, it's very small. And I also connected with a second cousin. I reached out to him last night. I just found out last night. You know um, what you and Froggy know. have in common? You and Froggy have something in common. You, oh, neither of you have anything in your genes. Hi-oh. 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 23andMe just sent me a notification this past week that they're going to get the Barca test, which is for breast cancer. Um, and I was told that my maternal grandmother died at age 20 of breast cancer. Not sure how accurate that is. You know, it's really important for me to hear if that's true. Well, so this is you know, great for people to do. This is great for people to do that, like like you have, may have been adopted and don't know who their biological parents are and have no yeah. information because it's so important to find out your health background, you know? Exactly, especially if you're going to get married and yeah. or have kids or whatever. Exactly. Hey, thank you for listening to us. Have, have a great day. Wow. And, uh Thanks for putting up with us. We appreciate it. <laughs> I must thank everyone for putting up with yes. us. Yes. Yes, Gary, what's up? You know, I just realized that if we all did this exercise and, and spit in the cup and sent it away and got our results back, I really think that the world would be a, a happier and more peaceful place. Why is that? Because we wouldn't be fighting with each other because sometimes, you know, we, we fight so much based on differences, you know, like, uh, you know, you're not like me, but guess what? We're all we all have a little bit of all of us in all of us. That's think what I about was it. Just thinking the same thing. I was thinking thing. that it is such a way one to find out because once you find out that you're something else, you do research into it and you want to yeah. know all about that culture. And it really shows you that in the grand scheme of things, we all are the same. We all come from all different parts of the world. It's crazy. I love that. That's yeah. a great part of it. We are all. I love it. All we're, we're all related. We are. We are. Absolutely. That's why Scary's eyes are so close together. <laughs> and I got a little different. bit of Scottish in me. Yeah, well. Maybe you're related to Elvis. You want some more? <laughs> <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> all right, Danielle, what's going on? So today is the day we get a vengeance.
Avengers Infinity War. I know Brody cannot wait to go to the theater today. It's expected to make at least $225 bucks in its opening weekend. That would be a record for a superhero movie in the U.S. box office. Some people are saying maybe it could take the all-time record, which is held by Star Wars The Force Awakens, which made $248 million in its opening weekend. And you have to remember... Everyone's favorite superheroes are there. So whether you're a Hulk fan, whether you're an Iron Man fan, and so on, whether you're a Black Panther fan, everybody's there. So there's something for everyone. So I think that that's going to have a lot to do with how many people go and see this movie. It's going to be awesome. George R.R. Martin will not release the next Game of Thrones book this year. I'm sorry to tell you if you're a fan. I know you've been waiting seven years for the new book. Instead, he said he's going to put out a spinoff book in November. It's called Fire and Blood. It does have to do with Game of Thrones, but it's not what you have been waiting for. Nickelodeon is bringing back the classic kids game Double Dare. It has 40 new episodes this summer. Mark Summers was actually the original host. No word on who the new host will be, but I will let you know as soon as I know. And uh, if you've never seen uh, Nickelodeon's uh, Double Dare, you should watch YouTube uh, videos of it. It's actually an awesome show and it's something fun to watch with your kids if you're a parent. They're going to have the nose with the snot coming out? You've had the nose with the snot coming out? You had to go in there and put Pick me a winner. Okay. So we all know that Pink graces the cover of People Magazine's Most Beautiful Issue. Her kids grace the cover with her, and Pink asked her daughter, Willow, how do you feel about being on the cover? And Willow said, well, if I'm on the cover, does that get me extra dessert? Because you know that's what kids care about. They want extra dessert and toys. That's what it's all so about. So does Brody. So does Brody. Uh, tonight, you've got the round one of the NFL draft. Um, the Cleveland Browns have the first pick. Then come the Giants. Then come the Jets. So maybe we'll get somebody good somewhere. Grays. I mean, there's actually a lot of really good people to choose from. And I know there's a lot of excitement about around this NFL draft. And it is on Fox and ESPN. So check that out. Grays is on. Chicago Fire. And, of course, Scary, what is it today? It's Jersey! It's Jersey, your Jersey Shore over on MTV. You never know what will happen in the Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. Chadwick Boseman, of course, the star of the movie Black Panther, is here. Do you have Time Magazine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you... How did it make you feel to see you on the cover of Time Magazine? Oh, man. This, look at that. So cool. That's crazy. It's crazy every time I look at it. Just put that down. <laughs> the 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S sedan. Unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Elvis Duran so, in the morning ba- show. So, it's bad enough when I see a bag of Tate's Bake Shop cookies. I've got to open them and eat them. I don't care who thinks they own them. Yeah. They belong to all of us. <laughs> But they now have these tiny Tates yeah. in those single-serve packages, either the signature chocolate chip or the oatmeal raisin. And it says on there, a single-serve, serving size one bag. How many did you eat today, Elvis? Two. Scary, how many did you eat? Three. <laughs> <laughs> he ate tiny Tates. He's not so tiny anymore. No. <laughs> anyway, Tates Bake Shop signature thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. They make me so happy. And even though we have access to crates of them for free here mm-hmm. at the station, I still buy them. Yeah. Because I just want to support my Kathleen King. <laughs> Tate's Bake Shop. All sorts of different recipes now. From gluten-free to gluten-filled. It doesn't matter. Give the gift of cookies. Whoever I take these to, always smile. Huge. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Elvis. Give the gift of cookies. Make someone feel good. Visit tatesbakeshop.com. If you enter the promo code Elvis, you get 20% off your next order. That's tatesbakeshop.com. Promo code Elvis. 20% off. The National Radio Hall of Famer. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.
Let's talk about what happened to Froggy last oh, night. Gosh. Okay, right, what so happened? We went to a place that we go, and it was great. So we sit down. And we're sitting in a booth. I'm in one side of the booth. Cade's on the inside. I'm on the outside. Lisa's on the other side. What'd you order? Uh, we ordered steaks. Okay. So the gentleman brings the food on the tray and sits it down. He puts mine down first on the outside. He then leans over to put Cade's steak down on the other side of me. And a piece of sweat falls off of his chin or hair and drips onto my steak. Okay, so the guy, a drop of sweat fell off of his head onto your steak. Yeah, like I saw it midair, like falling, and I'm like, Slow no! Motion. And it fell right on the middle of my steak. Did you, so now you send it back, right? No, so he then puts Lisa's down, and I'm sitting there, and Lisa's like, what's wrong? I said, you're not going to believe what just happened. And he was a very sweaty guy. And so now I, now I don't know what to do. He salted I, your steak. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to call the manager over. I didn't want to embarrass him. Like I just felt really bad. So I tried to eat around where I no, thought it fell. God. No, you did not. Yeah, I ate like the edges, and then I just didn't finish, and then I had oh. some of Cadence. Okay, so you know what Brody would have done. Brody, if you were with Froggy last night when the waiter, yeah, dripped sweat on his steak. <laughs> oh, forget what, it. First of all, I would have pointed it out. Second of all, my steak would have been free, and then I would have gotten free dessert because even is not even. <laughs> but but Brody. <laughs> that would have made the guy feel bad, like he was working really hard and he was sweaty. And I mean, I just That's I felt very bad. Sweet of you, but do you want to eat it's, DNA? I mean, it's, really. not, <laughs> it's not your job Ew. to care and feel bad for the guy. He sweated on your steak. Yeah. And then the worst was when he comes to get the plate up from the table. I haven't eaten it all, obviously. And so he's like, oh, would you like a box? And I'm like, no, 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 no. And Lisa's like, are you sure you don't want a box? And take that home. You could have it later. Can I'm you, like, Lisa, shut up. Can you just sweat on a slice of key lime pie? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. what do you do? You know, okay, first of all, look, we know that working in the in, in the service industry is a very difficult job. And he was sweating. He was he was working hard. and He th- was sweatier than normal. And, okay. I don't know, but it doesn't matter, right? We don't hold it against him. No. Whatever. Some people sweat more than others. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but froggy. <laughs> Yes. You could have maybe discreetly said, hey, you know what? I just noticed you, you sweat a little on my steak. Would you mind having another one made for me? I, <laughs> I would. I would. Do it. You, well, and you're a sweet guy. You're. You, I yeah. know you don't want to make him feel bad. And that, what if you told him it was too well done? Like you could have said, oh, the steak is too cooked. And then they would have made you another one. Yeah, I mean, I could have done that, but then I got to yeah. wait and everything else. And I just, you know I felt, I felt bad for I'm him. Sorry. Actually, you know what? This, can you let the chef know this steak is? <laughs> it tastes sweaty. It's very soggy. <laughs> this is a soggy steak. So later, he came back to deliver something else. He's like, "Oh, here you go. Thanks." And he said, "Sorry, it took so long." I said, "Oh, no, no sweat. Well, no okay, okay. Thanks. Another, <laughs> no sweat. Uh, another way of looking at this is God knows what happens to the food before it oh, gets to our table. And it, right. Worse on it. We don't want to know what happens to the food. What if he sneezed on it? Would you have sent it back then? Yes. Okay. Because he would know that was wrong. He doesn't know that he sweat on my steak. He Aww. didn't know. Well, you, yeah. I don't know. what's scary? If you think about it, we put a lot of filthier things in our mouth on the weekends at any day of the week. <laughs> on the weekends. Yeah, so who cares about? So you would have eaten it, scary? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I've eaten no. food with, with with hair in it. I'm like, who cares? You pull the hair out and you move why on. Why are we only putting these things in our mouth on the weekends? I don't, why are you disrupting? Because the weekend is made for putting stuff in your mouth. 
But if you I like this scary. I've, I've eaten food with hair on it. You, you pull the hair out and you move on. Do you know how many times I've seen hair in my food and then I'm like, you know what? Who cares? It's hair. Okay, now, okay, now what, if, what, if what if your waiter was sad and he cried on your steak? <laughs> what if he was... <laughs> what if tears tears of sadness you feel bad? were dripping down on your sirloin? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Scary. Scary. If you witnessed his sweat drip from his brow <laughs> onto your steak, you would eat it? Not a problem. I think about Greg. the grand scheme wow. of things. Greg, come here. Run in place. Get sweaty. I want Scary to eat you. I started getting like the gags. Like when I was trying to eat, I started getting like my throat was like starting. I'm like, oh. I can't believe I'm eating this. I've never heard of the, I, I've never heard it called the gags. I, I, like, like, I can't believe you ate it. I'm oh. And then I even tried to drown it in steak sauce and I still no. couldn't do it. No. What? I couldn't do it. No. What, Greg T? I, what? I'm here. You told me that down um, here, Scary's yeah, just eating or something? Run in place and get sweaty. Scary's going to lick the sweat off of you. Ow. Okay. It'll be salty. <laughs> Pretend you're a, a steak. He's running in place. I have no fear of that stuff. Hey, Josh, come here. Okay, For how long? Oh, okay, no. okay, I was kidding. Oh. You can leave now. Okay. Coaster Boy Josh is here, everyone. Oh, Hi, Josh. Coaster Boy. How you okay, feeling? Right. You know I'm not going to pass judgment on you at all. Okay. Are you stoned? No, why? Because he has that look of, I'm stoned on but his face. But he always has that look. <laughs> I wish I was. I don't know. Well, no, you can come over later and get high, but I, I think you you look like you're a little stoned. Are you that. wasted? I, I, I just have that natural presence about me. <laughs> okay, let me ask you, just just man on the street, hey, I don't know you, but I have a question. Okay. If you ordered a steak at a restaurant, okay. and the server put it on your, your table, and a drop of sweat fell from his brow onto your steak, would you send it back, or would you eat it? I'd eat it. Josh! What? What? We'll talk about it. Now, why? Why? Because it just blends in with the moisture. You could barely even... You're not going to taste it or anything. But you don't know what's in that guy's all, pores. You don't know what he's sweating out. Yeah, you don't know what, you know, what he's got in there. I think it's just all a mental thing. Get over it. Wow. Well, all right. You, Josh. So you Thank agree you. with uh, Scary? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. All right. I, I don't like that I agree with Scary on something, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the travesty. Yeah. We're, you agree with Scary. All right. All right. Just throw isn't, some... Isn't sweat kind of urine? Well, it's excretion, right? Excre- you're excreting stuff from your body. Yeah. And I love that fact that we're making such a big deal about eating a drop of sweat off of dead cow flesh. <laughs> okay. No one, no one, no one questioned Froggy about eating a piece of a, a bovine. Well, somebody <laughs> said to me last night, but how do you know the cook doesn't sweat on it? He might, but then it's on the grill and it cooks and it's now, it's okay. Like this happened right in front of my face. Yeah, I, I might as well yeah. have licked his brow like, and then eat my steak. What you don't know don't hurt you. <laughs> I did tell right. you about, you know, Danny Meyer is one of the most famous and successful restaurateurs in America. You know, a Burger Shack, he owns uh-huh. that chain. But here in New York City, he owns the best restaurants. He came to my table to say hi to me one day and a little piece of spit Came out of his mouth and landed on my plate. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if Danny Meyer spits on your food, it's got to be fabulous. And I didn't say anything, and I ate the whole thing. But it's Danny Meyer. Yeah, but there's certain people that, like, if Scary spit on your steak, you wouldn't eat it. Wait, we're talking about spit? No, no, it's, it's a sweat. Oh, okay, no, okay. You would eat sweat, but you, so I how would, about spit? I would send spit back. <laughs> Wait, oh, what's the difference? No, but I'm it, glad you draw the line there, Josh. But it's Danny Meyer's it's spit. It's coming from the same place. Like, can't you get, like, herpes from spit or something? No, but no, okay. he's a famous restaurateur. I mean, he's he's has the best restaurants in the world. I bet his, his spit tastes great. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd eat, what is it, were we talking about Shake Shack? Well, no, no, he doesn't spit. No, no, no. He owns the Shake Shack okay. brand. But they have great fried chicken sandwiches, by the way. I love. Where Shake yeah. Shack? They yep. can spit on those any day. I didn't know. Yeah. All right, thank you, Coaster Boy Josh. Right. Is, he says he's not stoned, but I think he is. All right. Bye. 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 A little round of applause. Mm.
Coaster Boy Josh. <laughs> All right. What's scary? If, if it was a hot waitress who sweated on my steak, I'd ask for seconds. Really? Yeah, what? who cares? Are you serious? No, you wouldn't. Think about it. I'm trying to think You're who, if, who could have sweat on my steak and I'd be a maybe. David Beckham. Yeah, maybe if, David Beckham. Yeah, if one of the, like if, if one of the Hemsworth brothers oh, yeah. sweat on my steak. If Thor sweat on my steak, bring it on, I mean, Thor. Yeah. Aaron Judge. What if Aaron Judge sweat Aaron on your steak? Aaron Judge, I'm going to take Aaron Judge too. John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, no, give me a list of the people who are allowed to sweat on your steak. Some what if Bobby them. Flay sweat on your steak? Nope, I'm sending it back. No, he's a, he's, he's a great chef. I bet right. Bobby, I, I've never tasted his spit, but I bet it's delicious. Or his sweat. Goes back. Hey, guys. What up? Hey, it's Katy Perry. This is Jay-Z. This is Bruno Mars. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Your mom doesn't want the same overdone gifts this Mother's Day. What she really wants is time with the family. Use Groupon to save when you take her to her favorite restaurant or spa. Save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save Groupon. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Here we go with the phone tap. Garrett does today's phone tap. Oh, look, here we go. Here's the letter. Dear Elvis, my mother Vicky is a manager at a popular bowling alley. Oh, how fun if your mom manages a bowling alley. I want that. Anyway, recently an incident occurred at a children's birthday party while my mother was on duty. Uh-oh. The child's birthday presents were all accidentally thrown away in the garbage. <laughs> what? Needless to say, my mother got into a fight with the parents over the handling of the gifts. Wouldn't it be great if we called her saying the family's taking my mom to TV court <laughs> and complaining about how the uh, they were all treated with the uh, mix-up? Well, anyway, this uh, Garrett is going to start the call as a uh, producer from The Court Channel. And then Vicky's daughter, Tina, joins in on the phone and tries to cut a deal with the TV court. Let's listen in as the mayhem ensues. Hello, can I help you? Hi, I need to speak to Vicky, please. Yes. My name's Martin Ease. Um, I'm from the show uh, Judge Richard Clark. We were given uh, some information about a party that happened at your bowling alley, and uh, they would like to take you to small claims court over an incident that happened on June 25th. On June 25th? Yes, a uh, birthday party over uh, birthday gifts that were thrown in the garbage. Oh, you're kidding. You're kidding. They're suing me personally, or they're, they're, they're suing the company? From what I'm told, you were the person on duty that was in charge of this and mishandled the packages. Wow. Okay. 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 Thank so, you so much. Oh, okay, so we'll be seeing Bye-bye. you in two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> Tina. Yeah. We're going to call her back. Hello? Nah. I can't talk right this minute. What's the matter? Somebody is suing us. Remember I told you the story about the guy that had the gifts accidentally got thrown away? He, yeah, it was a long He's time suing ago. us in small claims court on television. You threw out the gifts? Yeah. They, they accidentally were thrown in the dumpster, and now they're suing us. On the family court? Yep. It's a new show, Richard Clark. Who's Richard Clark? It's a new show. One of them Judge Judy Ma, a lawyer called the house for me and left a message. A lawyer called the house looking for How the did this mother jump and get my name and number? This mother... You know, I'm pissed. Ma, you're going to go to jail? No, I'm... I just got off the phone. Calm your jets. I'm going to try to get him on three-way. Hold on. He's on the phone? Yeah, he's on my phone. Call my cell phone. He's on your cell phone? Oh, yeah, no, because... no, no. I got to call somebody. Wait, he's... Ma, I have him on the line. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hello? Hello? Yes? Listen to me. What? I'm calling the police because this is harassment. I told you to stop calling my house and leave my family alone and stop asking personal questions. This is information for the show. I have nothing to say to 
until I get something legal in writing. Do not ask my daughter any questions and do not call my house. If I get another phone call, I am calling the police on harassment charges. You got that straight? Tina, once she gets off the phone, we can finish up with that information? No, Tina has nothing to say to you. She was. I mean, well... Tina, you tell him nothing. Tina, just like I said, I'll pay you once I get all the information. I'll pay you? I'll pay you. That's extortion. There's nothing to pay. Tina, do not give this man any more information. Nothing. Wait, how, how much am I going to get paid? $1,500. Tina, look at this. Listen to this. I cannot believe this. No. Tina, Ma, do not. Tina, listen to me. Do oh, not Ma, talk to this man. You're harassing. Get off the phone. Shopping spree included, Tina. Get off Tina. the phone. Hello? Ma? Do not. Talk to that man again. If he comes up on caller ID, do not answer the phone. Listen to me. Ma. What? $2,500 and a Do not talk to him. Ma. Don't but listen I told, to me. Ma, all he wants the information. I told him I'd do it. Listen to me. I am in work. Do not give this man any information. I will kill you. I can't talk. Don't what? you dare. Ma, listen to me. you. Do not give the man any information, Tina. If I find out this man found out something, you're dead. Wait, Ma, listen. Wait, he's on the phone. He's got one more deal, okay? No! Okay, there's no... Listen to me, you... There's no deal. Nothing! I just got ten more gray hairs. I'm not a well woman. I'm not a well woman. Vicky, here's the deal. My name's Garrett from Elvis Turner in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. What? Tina decided to play a phone tap on you. You're dead meat. You're dead meat. I need a friggin' drink. Oh, my. I need a cosmopolitan desperately. Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, this place makes me crazy. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. People come up and say, God, you know what? You must have the most relaxing job. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I, well, no, I know. But, you know, if you're listening on the way to work, you're, people think, oh, they sound like they're having fun. And we are. But, you know, you got to keep in mind, while we're in here trying to make it sound together, well, Rarely does it sound together, but while we're in here doing our thing, we have clocks ticking down. We have yeah. like digital things going mm, three, two, one, boom. You and have then, Nate in the other ear going, Come on, you're late, let's I, go. Yeah, they, got scary, they got scary over here going, oh. <laughs> Scary scary's the kind of guy, if he's thinking of like a weird thought, like something's going on, he'll make a noise. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll, like if, if, he'll see something happen outside, and rather than going, Oh my God. They need to help them. He'll go, oh, my God! <laughs> and everyone in the room's like, what? Wait, yesterday, the radio station in New York went off the air. Oh, my God. You would have thought out. the nuclear missile came. <laughs> oh He's running around. What? Pushing buttons. <laughs> he didn't know what, what he did. to do. I was taught there was nothing more important than protecting our transmitter. And I, it's if it true. Goes, if it goes dead, it's, you have to respond. Yeah, you have to respond. And I get that. The thing is, is... <laughs> There's two ways to respond to something. You can do this. You can be just as or more effective if you calmly handle it at the same pace, yeah. rather oh, no. than running around. But he was pushing people out of the way. Oh, it's hysterical. He opened the door, ran, he started yelling at Scotty. <laughs> well, because. And, 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 
seriously. I mean, you could do, you, you could <laughs> look. I learned this a long time ago. You can be just as effective if you calmly yeah. handle it, oh, ra- no. rather than getting everyone all tizzied up. You were a mess. I wanted to alert everyone that there was a sense of urgency around the radio station. You can do that. I'm knocking down chairs and. Throwing people but out of the way. Scary. You have to. He slammed Danielle against the wall. Her face was <laughs> smushed against the wall. <laughs> scary doesn't talk normally. Like, Scary yells, and I have to explain to people listen, he is talking, but that's the way he talks. It's true. So, this is like <clears throat> magnify this by like a whole bunch more. He, it he, was great. Danielle, he was like the Kool Aid man crashing through the wall. <laughs> he was. Oh, yeah. He was. Scary's here. <laughs> I'm like, calm down, man. That was We'll get it turned oh, on. So <laughs> and then he says, why don't you upset? And I said, because I'm not hired to keep a transmitter right. on the air. I'm not hired to come in here and just keep the peace. Right. And just, what are you supposed to do anyway? Like, it's not like you can do scary, anything. To scary wants to be thing. like King Kong and crawl up the <laughs> an, antenna on the Empire State Building no. and change the light bulb. Elvis actually said, my job is content, not transmission. I'll let somebody else worry about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not freaking Marconi over here. I'm just here to, like, you know, tell a couple of fart jokes and play a phone tag. There were I, people walking around laughing. And I'm like, this is not a laughing matter. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's just you're going to be more effective if you calmly handle it than rather than, and you insult people. Get out of the way, you ass. I mean, you can see, look right here on the wall, you can see scary shape on the wall where he broke through to the other side. But if you think about it, if the radio station goes off the air, that's like stopping your heart. I know, I know. Scary, scary. I know, but if, if I'm in the ER, and my heart stops, you don't see doctors running through there, throwing people over, <laughs> knocking machinery to the side, and pushing nurses onto the floor. Oh, my gosh. That's the first time you've run since 1989. <laughs> and if there was, like, a really bad crisis situation, he's the last person on my list I call. Because exactly. he panics and don't starts panic. screaming. It's okay. He throws babies. We don't he did. That. He was like, give me a baby! <laughs> Fucking so kick it across the football field. I just felt that our circulation was cut off. It was scary. I'm just saying. It was. No, no, no. That's not the problem. Okay, let's move on. Let's, I can't let's, breathe. Let's calmly move forward. <laughs> Dear God. Oh my Another thing I love to do to drive Elvis crazy is there's a countdown clock, like you said. So there'll be like 30 seconds left. I'll start a whole new idea. Oh. And, and this countdown clock is ticking down. He's like, just finish your sentence already. <laughs> Go. Get to Wait, the period. Carla Marie is texting me from Seattle because she listens to us while she gets ready for her show. Hi, she, Carla Marie. She said, I am dying because this is so scary. It is. She so remembers. He panicked. He's, you're, you know, Danielle, you're right. Even though he does jump to the to the, to the cause and he's, the yeah. urgency hits, he's too spastic. He is. It's crazy. What's up, Greg T? I was here yesterday, and I was one of the witnesses to what happened. And I would like to try to maybe demonstrate for you guys what well, I well, saw, how I interpreted how he handled the okay, situation. Okay, as long as I can hear it, because it is okay. radio. People okay. can't see it. So right now, pretend. I want you to say, oh, my God, we're off the air. Come oh, my God, we're, so, we're off the air. Okay, you're off the air. Ready? Here we go. And that was like in the first 
That was like the first 60 seconds. Right. So that's, so and, then, and then you see like a, a stack of 500 sheets of paper up in the air and like floating down to the, the ground below. Right. Can I, I defend like? Scary? Can no, I defend you, scary? You, no one can defend Scary at this point. Is that really what oh, okay. But go ahead. What? Yes. In Scary's defense, he's in a room of people who some people don't react when the station goes off the air. So Scary feels like other people's no reaction. He has to make up for it by tripling, quadrupling, or ten times in his reaction. The only person that needs to respond and not react, respond, is an engineer. That's the only person in this room right. that can do anything. For, so for him to go over there and tweak Brody's nipples... <laughs> It really it doesn't it doesn't do anything to he help the situation. He wants other people. He wants other people to show concern. Yeah, that's I all. know that. Okay, Scotty B was like chewing his food. He's like, we're not. No, he wasn't. I don't know what you're talking about? Scary. Now. He did great. Everyone did fine. Just calm down. <laughs> we got to move on. We got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Greg oh, T's an exaggeration. No, not really. Scary. <laughs> I got to be honest. Great T's probably right on target. Elvis Duran in the morning show.